This episode is sponsored by Greenwood. Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app, and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com Mondays. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash Mondays for your extended 30-day free trial. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Greetings and salutations, good people. We on the road again. On the road again. Know I that. can't wait to keep on the road again. Know that. What's up? What's up? Happy Monday. Today's the 27th of September. Hopefully everybody had a productive one. It is currently 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We out, we out here, man. It's gonna be another legendary market Mondays. Like I'll just make sure mics. What are you supposed to do with these? Talking to them? Yeah, just talking just to it, man. That's what you do with the mic, man. Talking to it. You ain't even gotta touch it. We are live. <laughs> What's up, brother? Greetings and salutations. Uh to everyone who's like, hey, these guys are traveling a lot. It's not fun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, come on, man. Sponsor us. Come on, Great. bro. We're gonna tell life. them how you we're gonna tell them how you tapped out on us, bro. <laughs> I'll tell them. I was tired. <laughs> Therefore, I went to lay down. Healthy's Wealth Kings. <laughs> how y'all feeling? I'm good, bro. How you, how you man? Uh, blessed, highly favored, and extremely tired. But I'm here. I need energy and love from y'all tonight so we can put on a great show. Um, but yeah, to all the rappers who are listening, 
I don't know how you do the tour thing. We're going to figure out a 3D printed model to get you to be in a whole bunch of cities at one time because this is exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, we got to perform at a high level no matter what, man. Um, for everybody, uh, we are still on the road. We are in San Francisco. Bless you for that for two seconds. <laughs> great. The great, the great city of San Francisco, uh-huh. Bay Area. Bay Area. What up? What up? Got a great view of the Bay Bridge. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you might hear a bell every thirty minutes. That's... I'm not sure how you always get these rooms. My room does, has no view like that. But they, they saw the name. <laughs> yeah. Humble so... flex. <laughs> I'm liking this energy. Come in hot. I like it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, man, we at San Francisco. Um, so let us know where to eat at. Let us know where the barbershop is. Let us know what's going on. But before we start, we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge the, the weekend that we just had um, in Detroit. What up, though? I'll, I'll let everybody speak on it. But first, I just wanted to um, say shout out to the city of Detroit. Show us so much love, man. So much love, man. It's it's amazing, man. We love y'all. We love y'all so much, man. It's crazy crazy how much love and outpouring um we get when we in detroit man so we was in detroit we did a dope dope networking event went to the university of michigan uh football game went to the lions game which was crazy uh they lost in crazy fashion (laughs) if you watched it you already know the true lions fashion yeah i was gonna say that (laughs) it's happened a few times in their history (laughs) yeah the uh bmf premiere we had a dope dope so First, shout out, shout out to Ken, man. Yeah, Ken, yeah, Ken I appreciate you, my man. Brother, man, that that dude is, is special, man. A special person. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to the whole team. The whole team built to yeah. built to flip. You guys are amazing. Shout out to Chill. Shout out to my brother Chill, man, for the hospitality. Uh, love, bro. Shout out to Asia. Shout out to Johnny. Shout out to Minis. Minis. He was there all yeah. the time. Shout out to the good folks at Ally. Ah, they are amazing. Yeah, the tour is incredible. Can't forget that. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Shout out to the good folks at United Masters. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Eden, John, what's up? Yes. Ryan, what's up? Dave, what up? Shout out to uh, Mike Martin. Mike Martin. Mike we're talking Martin. about a legend. A legend. He's a legend. Yeah. Took us to the University of Michigan. That was my, that's a dream come true for me, man. Shout out to Mike Martin. Yeah, we got to walk out before the band. Yes, that was special. Shout out some good lessons Mike had too, like the way he worked the room and how personable. You know that thing that they say about Clinton, like and Barack, they make you feel like the only person in the room. He mastered that. Like he was super personable. So yeah, I can't wait to share with you guys some lessons. More than a room, that was one hundred and six thousand people. He like mastered the stadium. Everybody wanted to talk to him, and he took time to to speak to everybody. Made sure that you know we were taken care of and treated. Like royalty out there. I mean, we got people calling us from the stands. We got to see Jawan Howard, which is like that was crazy. Oh my god, yeah, that's yeah. Jawan Howard, bro. Like we still standing because yeah. we, you know, we grew up on the Fab Five, and then we got to see the legend World Wide West. Shout out to World Wide West. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. my god! Everywhere we go, we make a world. You don't know who we know. <laughs> shout out to Royce to Five Nine. Yeah, shout out to my guy. Can't forget about wow. Royce to Five Nine. Wow. We spent five hours in the studio with him debating <laughs> rap music. Um. Shout out to Royce the Five Nine. Royce, I got you after the show. I ain't forget about you. Shout out to Southwest T. Yes. Yes. If, yes. You, if you watched BMF's premiere yesterday, I'm pretty sure that you know who that is. We got a chance to meet him. Uh, legend in the flesh. Um, shout out to Mrs. Welch. <laughs> yes. The first lady of BMF. She is hilarious. The queen of Detroit. 
Yes, now yes. she's going by the queen of the world. So shout yes. out to her. <laughs> shout out to Bella. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could keep going. I just don't want wait, to. Wait, wait. We forgot somebody super important. Who's that? Our shooter. Oh, yes. Don't shout, do that. Shout out to Brandon. Yeah, Brandon was working Shout hard. out to Brandon, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the most important person with all due respect. That is a that fact. Is respect fact, the shooter. Yeah. So when you see yeah, us catching, these, when you see these monumental motion picture activities being captured for your viewing pleasure, it's because of this man. So he's capturing the merch. We're going to get to that in a sec. Capturing yeah. the merch, capturing the moments for us. Yeah, just man. an incredible dude. So uh, I, I can go on and on. We're going to talk about it in the show, yeah. the lessons that we learned. But I just wanted to start the show off with acknowledging. And like, if I forgot your name, sorry. Uh, Al Harrington. <laughs> shout yeah, out to my brother, Al. Al Harrington. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to just acknowledge the people that, yeah. you know, made this a great weekend for us, the hospitality and the whole city of Detroit for yeah. coming out. Um, the line was packed around the corner. They didn't even let Ian get out the I ain't seen corner. They thought they he wasn't there. Yeah, bro, they thought you wasn't there. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God I wasn't in trouble. Full court press. I was press. like, yo, they, they, they pulled up on me quick. Like, Full I'm like, I'm glad I do good business. Full yeah. court press. They got, you got yeah. almost everybody. I want to think, I'm going to add to it. Just add one more and it's a totality of people. I want to thank all the earners that came out because I saw a lot of day ones. Um, so shout out to the earners, man. We, we, we had some, I had some emotional moments. They were like, Troy, I remember when it was just us and 27 people in the book club. And now look at this. Yep. Um, shout out to all the people in Red Panda, too. Yeah, Red Panda yeah, family was in there. Shout out to the out. Cheetahs that was in there. They had, like, their own little section. So shout out to yeah, Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was an adult. it was beautiful, man. Detroit showed up and showed out. And everybody came in peace and left with knowledge. And so that's what it's all about. Yeah. So let's get into this. But before we start, we are in um, the Bay for a reason. One of the reasons we can't tell you about yet, but the other reason we can tell you about, um, we are doing a networking event Thursday. Yeah. Oakland, California. Um, we are in the building, six o'clock in Oakland, Zanzi. Um, <laughs> you say it again? Zanzi. <laughs> Zanzi. Okay. That is the name. That is the name. Like Zoolander, that right? is the name of the location. <laughs> Get him a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, RSVP, you must RSVP. Go to our website, onyourleisure.com, RSVP under the event tab. All the information is on the event tab. Um, we will be there with our brother. 19 Keys will be in the building. Yeah, Drip Report will be in full effect. Cheat Code will be in the building. <laughs> they, just, they just hit me today, so they're going to pull up. Cheat yeah. Code will be in the building. Um, so, yes, Oakland. Oakland, it's yeah. your turn. So turn out, turn up, Thursday, 6 o'clock. This Tuesday, um, tomorrow, we got a dope episode coming out, EYL, episode 153 with Jim Jones, Styles, 19 Keys, yeah. and my brother Kenny Burns. Um, that Sorry. panel at InvestFest was, was a people's favorite. So um, that episode is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're going to keep this ball rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wednesday, uh, EYL University. It's a special event. Usually we have our book clubs on Sundays, but it will be this Wednesday, the Intelligent Investor. Shout out to G. Shout out to Janet. Shout out to the whole team. Uh, they'll be going over. It's kind of a lengthy uh, book, and so it's, it's good to break it down and have it in prime time, uh, which is dope. Like I said, it started with 27 people on a on a Zoom call, and to see where it's grown is incredible. So shout out to them. Uh, and what else we got this week? We got... Uh, 
Y'all going to go buy the Golden State Warriors. Y'all don't tell nobody. <laughs> Silicon <laughs> Valley. It's, yeah, it's called. This is our second stop on the tour. Friday, we will be. We will be. We can't. We can't tell them yet. We can't. I didn't say where, what we're going to be doing. Where, where are we going? We can't tell them where we're going yet. We got to take right. it once, one day at a time. Right. You love these teasers, man. <laughs> man, man. He 35, he'll reveal. I'm trying, I'm trying to get reservations, man. They might yeah. like, yo, we're going to open the restaurant up. A restaurant up for y'all. Oh man, <sighs> Scott. Wait, while we're here, and we're still talking about our crazy weekend. Again, I want to shout out everybody at Ally, specifically our new favorites at Ally. Shout out to Erica and shout out to Jack. You guys are amazing. I want to give Erica's niece a huge shout out. She's 23 years old. She said she's the reason that she even found out about us. So shout out to your niece. I know there's a couple of them, but you know which one I'm talking about, Erica. So shout out to you. Um, so this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally Financial. Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally Financial is a leading digital financial service company with passion to customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider for both customers and communities so get with ally to make the most of your money so you can save invest and spend on things that matter to you we got something very special planning with ally something very shout special. out to ally something good people. Are amazing. monumentous is the word good people uh, yeah let's get to that let's get to that let's get to that uh, uh do we have uh united masters Shout out to her. Show closer. Show closer. Show closer. United Masters. Good people over there. United yeah, she, she flew in for lunch. That was a first. <laughs> All right. Disclaimer. Do your own research. Our content is intended to be used and must be used for informational purposes only. It is very important that you do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. Please do your own research. This is a message brought to you by the good brothers at Earn Your Leisure and the massive investor himself, Ian Dunlap. And I would not be in Oakland because I would be resting. But I love y'all. <laughs> uh, real quick, Sock Club, no call tonight. I'm on injury reserve. I got to rest. Uh, Crypto Club, if you guys didn't get the entries last week, I'll send them out again. If you guys want to join our, our crypto pool, which has been killing, um, go to joinredpanda.com, and then you can join that way. Love y'all. Ian, let's get into this. Let's get into this. Um, so first of all, how does how does it sound sound? For, We're good. Uh, how does it sound sound? Um, t- turn the game down just a little bit. Got you. Got you. Got the board right in front of me. Yeah. We good here? We good here? We good. How's yeah, it sound? Good. Yeah, good. better now. All right, got All you. Right. We, we were too loud. So um, a couple of questions that I, I, I want to leave with. But the first is, um, we spoke about this briefly, but mm-hmm. uh, I think people's perspective before we even get into this conversation, um, the levels of wealth. And this is something that you had posted um, and I just thought that it was pretty interesting because it was like zero to 500,000 is, uh, I believe you said broke. Well, that was- I, I didn't say that. That was a post. Said. Well, not you said, but that was a post. Yeah. And then 500 to 2 million was um, middle class. And then 2 million to 10 million was like comfortable. And then 10 million. So yeah, let's talk about this different levels of wealth conversation. Um, when I first saw this post, maybe 14 years ago, I had the reaction that most people did. It was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> huh? Really? Because growing up in uh, a harsh economic environment, you were told, like, if you got to 100,000, you were doing well. 
but they're like there are literally levels to well so for context when becoming a millionaire became a thing that was in the 1800s so if you adjust for a million dollars today going back to 1800 that'll put you somewhere in between 21 million to 29 million depending on where you live and this is why athletes that are top tier athletes in the nba make between 20 to 30 million dollars per year um I don't want you guys to get discouraged, but I do want you to know because of inflation, a falling dollar and a bunch of other macroeconomic factors, I think we all can agree having a hundred thousand dollar goal isn't enough because once you have kids, house, car, family is not enough, but the ultimate level that we all want to get to is to be able to have at least $10 million. And this is why I tell you guys like the levels of having 1000 shares. 10,000 shares, and then ultimately 100,000 shares is a number that you want to get to. So um, I know it pissed some people off. I didn't make the graphic, but these are the le- the levels that come from wealth according to the Federal Reserve. I know Felix Dennis got credit for it, but if you look, and go talk to anyone who's actually free. I've talked to plenty of people that live in New York and LA that have 10 or $15 million net worth, and they're terrified. They're like, I'm 33 years old. I thought it would be enough. I have two kids. And let's be honest, if you're black or brown, if you come into any money, there's five other family members that you're going to have to take care of, especially during last year. So I know I want us to reset the room and understand how much we need to actually be free. And this is why I tell you guys every single week and every opportunity that I can, you have to invest every month. You need a business. You need insurance. You need 28 streams. Even when we first came on the show, I was like, hey, you need 60 months of savings. And everyone was like, Rashad, what the hell the hell you find this dude with this jacket <laughs> talking crazy? And then COVID hit. And then it was like, wow, six months doesn't because and I love Susie Orman dearly. Dearly, dearly. Even though he's crazy at times, the baby steps blueprint is pretty solid. Pre 250k to millionaire status by Dave Ramsey. But when they're telling you that they only have six months, I always tell you guys, watch what the top five companies in the world do and the top 200 people that are the wealthiest do. They don't have six months safe. So I told you guys a story for those of you who don't know. I, when I heard it and a guy told me, you need 60 months, I was like, man, get out of here. He opened up his account and showed me the 60 months in his account. It changed the way that I thought about money forever because he says, under no circumstances, will the Federal Reserve allow us to stay in a recession for more than three years. So worst case scenario, you need to have 60 put away if all hell breaks loose. So I know it bothers some people, but anytime that you find information that bothers you, upsets you, especially financially, you have to use that pain and frustration into motivation and go harder in the things that we talked about uh, here every week in terms of investing. Yeah. And the crazy thing is that after you said it, I had the same reaction that you did. And it was like, wait, what? But it makes sense. Right. And as you accumulate more, you realize how much the money won't be for you anyway. It'll be about the people you can take care of. And so like when we had 60 months, I mean, we, those are the type of terms that we only hear when we get in a car. Like that's what your least your finance is going to be. Right. But there's a reason for that. And not to cut you. But think about that. They'll put you in a 60 month lease to secure their family. For now, imagine 60 month lease with 3,000 customers. You think that their family's worried about a recession? No, they have so many streams coming in that unless God calls them home, they have nothing to worry about financially. It's put right in front of our face. But right. they tell us 
but you're not worthy of 60 months of savings or 10,000 shares or 100,000 shares. Why? I even posted on Twitter today, like, they haven't taught us about investing or finances in school, but also they haven't taught us how to love properly or how to build families. Because if you have love in your household and you build a family, what does that create? True generational wealth. Why haven't they taught it? To control. It's a deeper layer that we have not talked about that I won't get into because I want us to stay on YouTube. Uh, and that was a great formula, man. Yeah, it's one of the, it's one of these things. Also, um, this is why it's very important to be liquid. And what I said before, and this is one thing that Grant Cardone said that I actually, I, I agree with. Not that I agree with a lot of stuff that he says. I agree some, with a lot he says, some, yeah. some stuff he doesn't, I don't agree with. But um, a lot of people are putting themselves in tremendous financial strain to buy a home. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing is like liquidating their savings, liquidating their 401k, liquidating all their investments. And it's like, now you have a home, but you're like one accident away from being homeless because now you're living paycheck to paycheck just to pay that mortgage. Mm-hmm. So this is a lot of times where a shout out to MG, the mortgage guy on the super chat, on the guy. super chat. But what he spoke about as far as house hacking, um, sacrificing, not mm-hmm. necessarily getting your dream home right away, maybe getting a multifamily home first to have positive cash flow yes. and then using that to, to scale up to having your dream home. By the time you get your dream home, you have, six units or 10 units um, that's actually paying you monthly income. That's actually providing you with the mortgage for your single family home. So this home conversation is something that we got to have at some point, because a lot of people are putting themselves in in deep financial um, holes and they're not liquid. They're not liquid at all. They have no liquid. Mm -hmm. All of their asset is tied up in their house. And it's like, unless you're going to refinance or get a HELOC, um, shout out to Kenny Burns, spoke about that on his show. You're going to be in a, in a deep financial burden if you ever need money. Yeah. So, and, and the HELOC situation, and we, we spoke about this before. At any point, the bank could say, we're not granting HELOCs right now. Right? Mm-hmm. That literally happened. Like I went to the bank pre-COVID in January, and by April, it was like, no, we're not doing this. June, it was the same thing. So, I mean, to even say that that is a tool you're going to rely on, it, it, it could be there or it might not be there. And a HELOC, for anybody that doesn't know what that is, that is a home, home equity, equity line, line of credit. credit. So that's that you're taking a, a line of credit against your home, similar to like a business line of credit, but they're using the equity in your home, something that a lot of people are not even, they don't even know what a HELOC is. So um, definitely tap in with Matt and, you know, all of the other real estate professionals if you need some more information on that. But yeah, they, these are Matt two. is the guy we trust, though. Like, and I, you guys know I endorse that's him. That's a like, fact. I yeah, rock yeah. with Matt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, but yeah, I, I just say that to say that, you know, I think it's very, very important to stay liquid and liquid doesn't mean that it just has to be in savings. Like, you know, just liquid, you're able to get to it. It could be in stocks. It could be in a money market. It could be in a variety of different things, but it's like, you have the ability to actually access the money. Whereas if it's e-liquid, that means that you, you can't access it. It's going to take a long time or you might not have access to it. So this is like, if you have it, if all your wealth is tied up in real estate, right? So there's pros and cons with everything, but that's very, very important to keep yeah. in mind. And one of the conversations when we were talking about the different levels of wealth, um, we had it like two years ago with Derek Ferguson and he put it in like simple context. He's like, we think millions of dollars are, is a lot of money, right? Because we see athletes that get $10 million contracts or they get $30 million contracts and they live a lifestyle that seems like they can afford it. But he, he was like, look, the guy who's making a $30 million a year, I think he used Steph since we were in the Bay, he used Steph as the example. He's like, he's making $30 million a year and that sounds incredible. But the guy who owns the building makes 
a billion dollars a year. Right. And so when Steph travels in private planes and he's tra- right, it feels like this guy is super wealthy. But the guy who makes a billion dollars a year, he's going to continuously make that. There's no expiration on his career. And I'm sure yeah. Steph's made, and I'm only using Steph as an example because that was his salary. And hopefully he's made good investments. And from the looks of his portfolio, some things we've seen, he's made some really yeah. solid ones. But not everybody's Steph Curry and everybody's not making three. So the guy that makes 10, they're living the lifestyle, right? They're, they're, they're buying a home. They're forgetting about that, the taxes that they got to pay on it. They're making terrible investments. It feels like you're making a lot. And when Mark, uh, Mark Cuban told us, like, if you got a million dollars, you're on the eggshells, I wrote that down. I'm like, it hits different. It, it hits different. Thing, like, I want you guys to realize this. When people of Cubans and Novograd status comes on and gives information or gems to the culture when they don't have to, because Mark Cuban hasn't done any black media since then. There is a reason why they're sharing that information and opposed to fighting it, you have to cherish it. When it bothers you on the inside, you have to realize, like I had to realize early in my entrepreneurship career, a lot of things that you were told you have to unlearn and realize that you were lied to. Even with all the artists. Put this in chat. I want you to focus on liquidity over trinkets. Even with housing, the goal is to get a house. It's not free and clear. You have a mortgage for 30 years if you're aggressive 15, but at the end of the day, what do you get to show for it? It's no different when artists will hang up, have a plaque and be like, hey, I went platinum. How many of our favorite artists went platinum and then end up dying or not dying and living a long time and not having the money that they need? Like Tupac right. is my favorite artist. And after All Eyes on Me came out, a year later, he was due $29 million. You realize if Pac was able to get $15 million of that money and put it into any of the ones that I love, let's just say Microsoft, that would be worth probably 90 or $115 million. And even though his mom passed, the next 15 or 20 generations would be taken care of. But it's like, get a house, get a car, get some jewelry, a couple of vacations. Yeah. That's not the American dream. That's the American dream that is sold to the middle class. You notice those that are well-to-do never focus on those things, please be aware. But yes. you can do whatever you want to do. Yes. Yeah. That, um, made, that made me just think of my favorite player when you said that. My, my, my favorite player is Scottie Pippen. There was an infamous story of him buying a plane and living like Mike, but not having the same salary. And then, like, I think last year or something, he ended up selling his NBA championship rings. And I'm just like, damn, it's come to that. Shout out to Scottie. Yeah, well, Scottie's a legend. Let's get, let's get into this conversation. Um, <laughs> looking forward to the future. Four future technologies that you're excited about. This is something that everybody needs to listen to yeah. because everybody, oh, this is the famous question. What's next? Which mm-hmm. next? You always talk about Microsoft. You always talk about da, 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 da. What's next? What's the next industries? What's the next technology? What's the next companies? So four groundbreaking technologies that will change the world in the next decade. So number one, uh, biogenetic chips for uh, gene editing to be able to cure cancer and other illnesses. So opposed to testing on animals and going through this long life cycle of, of testing on animals and getting skewed data, they will be able to make chips and do the testing with those biogenetic chips to understand in advance. And even you can even skew down and go based on race or like sickle cell to be able to eliminate that. That is going to be a huge um player and going to be a huge technology oh, oh, all- wait 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 Let, let's let's get back to that for a minute because you, you you said that a little quick and I, I want everybody to understand ian's a very smart guy uh, who brand you just said that right 
but he was like, Ian knows it. He knows him. He said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't passed the bar, but I know a little bit. <laughs> he was like, yo, Ian knows, Ian knows everything. He man. said, ain't no sports and rap and stocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, I, I want to make sure that everybody grasps that. So, biochips, genetic testing. Is this, are these microchips that are being implanted in people's body? Like, what does that mean? What, is, what does that mean? What uh, it, it, it's a te- testing mechanism for, for scientists and pharma companies to be able to, like, think of it as like um, test trading or paper trading, technically. Like, so before you actually run out and do, run a Holy Trinity and do 10 trades, I need you to practice before. So they can take this data and run them across a bunch of demographics and understand if you will, if that uh, therapy cycle or if that drug will be able to work before they go test it out. Because like if you test it in rats or let's say you scale up and test with chimpanzees, although most companies are not supposed to, it doesn't mean that the data that you have once it's implemented into humans is going to be exact. And that's why the cycle for getting the FDA approval is so long. With biogenetic chips, they'll be able to test in advance and know within probably a 3% range of accuracy if that treatment will be able to work for humans. So that should be like 2040, 2043, somewhere in that area one that's really popular. Biotech. And he's giving us you. Yeah, you have it. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, number two. Yeah, number two is brain-computer interfaces. So any of you that are familiar with Stephen Hawking, he had a... <sighs> I wouldn't say primitive, but it's not as advanced as, as it will be in the next 20 years. Um, so you will be able to have implants into your brains to be able to control some things, some technology. So if you are disabled or even at scale, um, you'll be able to control things with your mind. I know it sounds like sci-fi, but if you guys go to Google, if you research Scientific American, Harvard Business Re- Review, you'll be able to see in the areas in which they're working in that space, which I think is pretty damn fascinating. And I, and I told Stock Club today, like once you go down the science rabbit hole to see what they're developing, if you want to feel like you don't know anything, dig down this hole for a couple of hours and you'd like the advancements that are there are incredible. We just have not um, hit the peak of technology. Now, for context, before we get any new technological way, please write this down. Every new era of technology was ushered in by a new power force. Mm. So we need we would need like new water reactors or uh lighter or dense like lighter storage capability for a new power source and then we will see a new wave so like once water became a big thing then technology was ushered in then when oil and fossil fuels came in we had another technological wave so we're in between even with this go look at the binner cycle and extend them out 50 to 100 years that will give you a pattern to know when the next power source and then know it is not solar it is not wind because politically they are fighting that like tooth and nail um, to be able to block that from happening. I want to keep us on YouTube and not get, not upset the politics. <laughs> um, <laughs> n- number three, if, if you read Money Master the Game, um, organ and bone creation with scalable 3D printing. So at some point they will be able to recreate a pancreas, recreate a kidney in the 2040s and 2050s, hopefully like skin grafting will be a lot smoother. Um, there's been a lot of testing there and it's, there's some politics behind that. So even like there's a company that if you took a pill once a day, it would destroy all the bad bacteria in your mouth. And then a lot of dentists wanted it, but because of red tape, it wasn't pushed through. So a lot of these technologies are available. They work in small scales, but 
it's the politics and the red tape behind it that stops it from happening. And the last one is DNB. I want you guys to write this down. So these are nano technology batteries that could last for years at a time. Um, it's incredibly fascinating. Um, but like, imagine if you had, a, say, a pacemaker, and instead of going back to getting your checkups, like the pacemaker in it because of the battery and it will last 25 or 30 years. Um, but like I said, we need a new power source that is powerful enough to usher in a new technological wave before any of these will come into effect. These are not sci-fi. I did not get these off of the dark web. These are things in real <laughs> companies that are actually um, trying to bring these technologies forward, but that, you know, people have to be ready for them. And then also they have to lobby enough for these to become a reality. But when I was doing my reading for the past couple of weeks, I thought this was incredibly fascinating. And this is why I think, my my i don't know this to be true but i think apple's next wave will be in healthcare because when you have a trusted brand and they already have all of our biometric data in their system anyway i don't think the car thing the apple car is about the consumer side i think it's about the commercial side because like think think of the hospital experience who loves to go to the doctor or hospital i think if they build that car and they cater it to emts and there's a better infrastructure there in the healthcare space, they could usher in all these other technologies. So what if like you had a gunshot victim on the South side of Chicago and an Apple ambulance comes to pick you up and they already have the kidney reprinted inside of there and with doctors on staff to do the surgery on the way to the hospital. I don't think Humana is going to do that. I don't think Pfizer would do that. I think Apple would. That's why having that war chest is so important. And you guys like, I want something new. The company with the biggest bag, the biggest war chest is going to destroy all the smaller companies. Mm -hmm. So, and Apple and Microsoft gives a, a small dividend, but if they get into the health, healthcare space, I think it'll be bigger. Real quick, when you said, uh, uh, when you're talking about the nano uh, battery technology, you said a new power source. We're talking something outside of like lithium and alkaline. What, what, do, we, what do you mean by a, a new, okay, a new a power source? It'd be different. It'd be new. Um, and it may be a combination of things and factor, but the storage facilities that we would need to be able to store the technology um, is not there yet. We're getting close. Just like the same way, like a terabyte of data back in 99 when I was on Napster illegally downloading cannabis album <laughs> would have cost $9,000 probably, right? That's when Buckingham Palace like five days ago. Um, but now a terabyte Buckingham Palace. is like 200 bucks. So imagine in, in 10 years, what this, like we may be able to get 50 terabytes. Brandon, this will make you happy because you'll be able to shoot two movies <laughs> and edit easily, right? You may be able to get 20 to 50 terabytes of data and a external hard drive for like 300 bucks in 15 years because the costs keep going down. So as we are able to store better, that's when the new technological age will start to come in and be ushered in. So I know, I know but here in... You want me to go down my little conspiracy rabbit hole? Or you want to stay clean? Yeah, yeah. Just, to, just don't talk about vaccinations. Please, I'm not gonna say please, anything please, about please, that. Please, please, and, please, and I said, I said this to Stock Club, and, and I'll, I'll keep it really short. You guys keep asking about genetic editing and sequencing, so I, I just play a doctor on YouTube. MCAT destroyed my life, but my first love after rapping basketball was being a science. Like my, my dad calls me Doc because because I want to be a doctor, right? When you guys are saying that you want genetic editing, there's a good side and a bad side to it, as there is to any industry and any business. The part that is great is that, let's say if you have a 
degenerative disease that could affect your family, great, that could be eradicated. Also, you have to consider what gene editing and when it comes to us. You could technically edit a gene sequence for a family to make them intellectually inferior to then build a underclass that fulfills certain tasks so that the 1% now becomes the top half of 1% in entire history. So you have to be very mindful when you're wanting these technologies because like you can use nuclear power for a good source and then there's a bad source that you can use it for. So be mindful when you guys are like, hey, I want all this genetic editing. That's great. But what if it doesn't go in our favor? And historically, any editing of history or gene cycles have not worked in our favor. So please be mindful of that, that there are two sides to that coin when we get to playing God and editing uh, some of these things in our uh, sequences. So very clean. There you have it. Very clean. Um, You speak about a lot about biotechnology. I noticed in those um, in those new technologies. So. Um, these are things that we speak, we spoke about before, as far as the ARC fund, A R K G, which is a, a, a biotech ETF, I B B, which is a biotech ETF, B B H, which is a biotech ETF, a few others. Um, those are all biotech ETFs, and we spoke about, you know, how biotech is probably going to be one of the leading industries in the next decade. That's a safe, mm-hmm. a safe bet to say. Biotechnology is something that is only going to get bigger and bigger. And then also the untraditional companies that you mentioned, as far as Apple and Microsoft, who Apple definitely, I think, is is already positioning themselves to be mm-hmm. in the health with the health app on the phone. There's no any, anytime Apple does anything, it's done intentionally. So just them making a strong push with the, just the health app mm-hmm. and yeah. just the, on the Apple Watch of just monitoring your calories and monitoring your, the um, steps that you take every day. Yeah, they're already moving yeah. towards the health. And yeah. as I was telling somebody the other day, um, health is healthcare is the biggest business in the world. It makes up 23% of the American budget, which is the biggest by far. Um, big next is the military, which is like, I think like 15%. So you have, and this is why, you know, you talk about Medicare and Medicaid and all of these things, almost a quarter of the American budget of over trillions of dollars is spent on healthcare. So we talk about all these different industries, but healthcare is the biggest industry By a lance, by a landslide, healthcare mm-hmm. is the biggest industry. Just so, because there's no preventative medicine in play, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, well, that's that, that that I mean, that's done that's done intentionally as well. Yeah. I mean, you know, medicine is a medicine's a business. Pharmaceutical companies is are a business, billions dollar business. So, mm-hmm. of course, is is in, you know, some people's interest to to have that system going, but. Mm-hmm. Regardless of anything, um, the healthcare industry is definitely something to look into, to examine, to fully understand, because I don't think we've talked about it enough. We talked about it a lot, but yeah. I don't think people fully understand yeah. how big the healthcare industry is, how important the healthcare industry is. It's inevitable. People always die, no matter what. It's, in, it's inevitable. People always get sick. There's always going to be viruses. There's always going to be outbreaks. These things happen, and it's going to happen more and more. Yeah. Um so yeah, something to think about. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'll, I'll just add to it really quickly in that if you look at, and if we talk about Apple, right, they're thinking 10 years ahead, 20 years ahead, right? So like they're just releasing things at a, a very nano pace, right? So if we mm-hmm. think about each edition of each watch, there's a new feature, right? First, it starts out with, it tracks your steps, mm-hmm. then it tracks your heart rate, then it tracks your blood pressure. So these things, right, they already have the next five years of things that they're going to release to now that 
they are set up in the healthcare space as well, but Amazon as well, right? Absolutely. If, if you if you want to if you want to think about the e-commerce business and especially when it comes to health, right? Imagine now when it's twenty minute shipping for your medication, right? So like these things, like these companies who have the most and have a stream dominance and competitive advantage, they're going to be strong. They're going to be yeah. strong for a long time. Yes. Whenever Apple watches begin to track your heart rate and they tell you when you're close to having a heart attack <laughs> right? or if you're outside of the range of your normal heartbeat, yep, that's when you know they're going to usher that in. I'm looking at the comments. You guys are saying IBB versus ArcG. Listen, I love Kathy. Put yes in chat if I made you money. That's what I want you to do for context. <laughs> but ArcG is taking... Okay, let me ask you this. Who has more money right now, Apple or ArcG? Apple. Not even close. Kathy is still under attack. Um, I know Josh is supposed to be doing a conference. Kudos, Josh Brown. I know he's doing an interview with Kathy, I think, in November or January. And, and I sent him a question that I want him to ask about her being under attack. But that attack is not over. Um, I want you guys to be very careful. And I'm, I'm saying this out of love. I want you guys, if I don't say I love a company, there is a reason why. Despite some of the frugality that you see from me, I like money. So if ArcG was the move definitively, I would say it and proceed at your own caution. There are some other funds that she has that I think are superior, but ArcG, you got to stay away from uh, right now. IBB is a hell of a lot better. And I have no relationship with iShares. I'm just being honest. IBB is just a better pick um, overall, long-term and short-term. There you have it. IBB over ARKG. We're in both. We're in both. I'm, I'm in IBB. I think I'm in RG. I am an IABB. Yeah. So let me ask you this. This is questions that I feel like we're just hitting every topic that everybody wants to hear. These are just individual stock questions because uh, I know people always want to know individual stocks. Like, you know, mm -hmm. so we pick a couple every show to talk about. The first one is a very interesting one that uh, we've been talking about here and there. Jamal was invested in heavily. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Teladoc, yeah. right, right, right on this, right on this medical conversation. Yeah, it's Teladoc. Yeah, it's great because I feel like Ian gave a perfect example of what Teladoc could be doing. Right? Can you tell me what Teladoc is? So, so, it's, a, what Teladoc so is? it's a virtual healthcare company, right? So they they had a, a nice a nice run um, during the pandemic, right? Because people saw it as a way that like I don't have to. Well, number one, getting it, an appointment was tough. Going to the doctor was tough. And so the virtual route became very popular. And it was something that, all right, this could be the wave of the future. Um, as people start to go back out into the world, as doctors' offices are now open, we've seen a slight pullback in Teladoc. They also changed their COO. A slight. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be my, Jamal's okay. my friend. Jamal's my friend. Gotcha. I don't want to keep rubbing this 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 pain in. To, yeah. Um, so they, they were at a high of 286. What are they at now, Ian? Um, one thirty four seventy four. Yeah, so they've had a, a a pullback. Um, and those are just some of the reasons. Um, but they're they're in a, a space again with the virtual healthcare that again, if Apple comes into the space, which they, we already know they are, Amazon, that competition is hefty. What's what's your thoughts on Teladoc? You want the hard truth or no? The hard truth, only the truth. Yeah. No, that's uh, not. That's yeah. not. What you said? I the hard truth. No, nah, that's, yeah. that's, that's not. That's not. And shout uh, out to whoever. <laughs> hey, listen. Shout out to whoever cut that clip up. That was hilarious. <laughs> it, was, that was it was hilarious. I see it. They, I have. 
I'm not gonna repeat it, but I have yeah, both myself and Ian yeah, yeah, yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a New York um, thing, man. We're not gonna grow. We, we can't grow up on that. <laughs> Here, here's the funny thing: <laughs> when, when we were in, and to my IU people, I was invited to University of Michigan. I'm not trading in my Hoosier colors, right? But <laughs> it was killing we're, you. We're, yeah, but th- there's a scene in The Big Short where they go to a strip club, and they're listening to the strippers tell them these are investors, like, hey. I have three mortgages. And then at that moment, they were like, damn, I know this market is really messed up. So we're walking through University of Michigan. I'm like in all of the campus. Then we get into the arena. The first thing I noticed is this 80,000 people in the arena. And I can't see a fucking mask for a mile. True. So if people are not wearing masks, you think that they're actually going to a doctor, let alone teledoc. No, (laughs) it's not happening. I think the idea was great. I think the the business has incredible potential. I think the management is great. But if the stock was at 308 and it's at 134 now, it's probably going to come back down to 8350. That would be a decent area if you are a true believer in it. But if most people are not, and and let me ask a survey here. How many of you have used Teladoc in the last eight months? Put yes in chat if you have. Be hard pressed. Oh, oh, it's a few. Shout out to her. You know what, Ian? I think, and, and, and some of it might be generational, right? Like, it, it would be hard pressed for like I could imagine my parents trying to do a virtual visit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just some things that they've grown accustomed to that they're very stringent about. Like, yeah. going to the doctor is one of them. Actually, sitting down in a doctor's office, whereas. We come from a generation was like, if I don't have to go, if I could do this over the Internet, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, like we were 100, 106,000 people. No, mask. I, I didn't see a mask. I think you. you had a <laughs> I think you were the only one. You had a mask. You were the only one. Well, I, I, I had mine. I had mine. It's just we got stopped a few times. No so mask. Tough. No mask so at 8350, I like it. But other than that, it's too high. 8350. Wow. My name is my name. <laughs> wow, Jamal, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Hopefully, he. he I, I like if I had to put, and for those of you who are new, when I give a price, I'm like, okay, if I had to put every dollar that I had, what price would I get in? Eighty three fifty is where I would look, because anything in between that, and I, and I talked about it in the best fest, but I want you guys to stop buying in the middle. If you know the top price is three oh eight, and the all time low is nine oh eight. Why would you buy in at 195 when it is not a dominant player? Okay, let me ask everyone this in chat. Name me five better healthcare companies for those of you that work in the healthcare field than Teladoc. Now, in tech, name me five better companies than Apple. Cat Williams' voice. Don't worry. I'll wait. There isn't one. There isn't one. I can name you probably seven companies off the top of my head that are direct competitors and then probably 14 or 15 ancillary healthcare companies that are better than Teladoc. I think it's a great company, but it was a good move for last year. Like I said before last year, like last year we got to, everyone was having all, last year was like when when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa was on steroids. Now we get to see who can really play. Hell of a season. Yeah. That's the last time I actually cared about baseball. Seriously? Yes. That was, everybody was tuned in for that. Hey, shout out to our sports debate show coming out very soon. Ian, you got a sneak peek. You got a spirit of debate. <laughs> oh, you think. 
Soon reach. Soon reach. Soon reach. Well, that is that on Teladoc. Let's talk about another company, um, Baba. Alibaba. Alibaba is a company that's very interesting. Um, glad to see that Jack Ma is okay. We mm-hmm. spoke about that. He went missing uh, a while back after he, he spoke out. on a vacation. <laughs> yes, he spoke out about the Chinese government. <laughs> a little bit of straightening. <laughs> a little it's bit a of quick vacation. A little it. bit of straightening was required. Um, Sitting on his back pocket for three months. He that's, got yes, it. Um, but good to see him back. He's still alive. That's a blessing. That's the most important. Thing. Um, but Alibaba, the, the Chinese Amazon, for lack of a better comparison, mm-hmm. its stock chart does not look good for the year. It is up five dollars today. It went up five dollars mm-hmm. today. Um. What are your thoughts on Alibaba? It's the only company in China that I like. I still would not put money into it if I had to pick between them, Apple, Amazon, AMD, NVIDIA because of the geopolitical factors. Now, if everything... So when you guys are looking to invest, you have to look at the global macro picture first. That's a fancy way of saying what's going on in that country. Are they allowed to thrive or not? Right, right, right. So when you have certain types of government regimes like russia china north korea it makes it a little bit more difficult like america is the only country that lets the inmates run the asylum um so russia and china is like a top-down dictatorship um america is a company-driven dictatorship alibaba if it gets to like 132.73 i would not mind it if you're going to look to hold for for 10 years but until everything smooths out in China, I don't like any companies in China. But if I have to pick one out of that list that w- was the winner, I like Alibaba and everything else. I will, I will leave them all. And then I, I know a lot of you guys were asking me about Neo as well. I think Neo has some promise, but it's not Tesla. A lot, I feel like most people want to get into Neo because they didn't get into Tesla early enough. <laughs> yeah, they want to justify it. They want it to be the next Tesla. I lo- oh. Hey, listen, this is, I think. This and is you, like- you haven't put in any money to buy a fucking Neo. I don't see anybody be like, man, when I get my bag, I'm for sure getting the Neo. I've never I seen see a Neo. Nobody in Detroit be like, bruh, you ain't got you a Neo yet? You do market money there? I've never seen a person ever. Okay, be real with me. Put Put yes in chat if you got your kid a Neo model car for Christmas. You ain't named your kids Neo. Stop, man. Shout out to Neo. Shout out to Nehemiah Davis. Neo, Nehemiah Davis. That's the only Neo. That's I the only Neo I know. Uh, and the singer. And the saying. And the guy from the Matrix. Yeah. But you bring up a good point. Shout um, out to Matrix. You bring up a good point because I've never actually, um, I've never seen a Neo car before. I've never heard of anybody interested in buying a Neo car. But I have heard of a bunch of people that's interested in buying Neo stock. Yeah, I've heard way more people that's interested in buying Neo stock than Neo car. I mean, this is exactly what he said. I think they're just looking at the potential growth. Um, Lucid Motors is another one. Um, people, I've actually seen people want to get that car. Like we go to yeah. Miami, they got the store. Shout out to to Jehu and Francis. They just like, yeah, we have to test drive it. The thing is ridiculous. I've actually yeah. seen people with that. Um, so that's interesting. But man, you said one. What was the number on the uh, on Baba? Because today it hit it. Well, was it yesterday? It hit its it two and a half, nice. two and a half year low. Right, so it was at a high of three seventeen and got down to one fifty. I learned my uh, lesson. I think it was like the third, third or fourth episode of Market Mondays. Um, and you were like, "Look, man, why are we trying to find a new company when there's yeah. companies here that exist that are thriving?" Um, like one one thirty four twenty. 
I, I'm gonna be real with everybody, like, and I, I'll say this jokingly and seriously. Just man, if you just listen to the ones that I, I tell you to stay away from, you'll be straight, man. I know you may not like how I deliver it, but the truth is the truth, baby. It is what it is. I'm trying to help you guys win. Like, you don't have to gamble. But because if like Neo and these companies in China were the move, you would have saw them in a portfolio of hedge fund managers. And then you guys are always getting recycled companies and picks after they're no good. And after people profited off of them, they were a good trade. Yeah. It was not a good investment. It's not a good investment. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The last stock question. Um, let's talk about REITs. REITs is something that we haven't spent too much time on. Real Estate Investment Trust. Um, CCI. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a REIT, yeah. Uh, popular REITs. I do some homework on that. How yeah. do you? What do you? Well, first of all, YouTube almost six thousand people want to check in. Red hit, Panda family, show hit, shout out to y'all. Shout out to the two. Yeah, I appreciate hit, y'all. Thumbs up on that. Hit the like button and shout out to to Direct the Dollar for the super chat. Appreciate it. How do you feel about CCI? Direct the Dollar, go trademark that name. That, that that's a good name. Uh, CCI um, is probably one of the only REITs that I like because people, you know. They think I only like the two tech, two index strategy. But um, last year, two elite and stock club, this is one of the ones that I mentioned when it was pretty cheap. Um, shout out to my guy, guy Drew. He put me onto it, um, and a couple other people did. Um, it's actually coming to a price that I like around 165.17. If it gets there, I'd be elated. But when I had people get into it in 2020, is at 122.15, and it went up to 204. So it's been a good run. So if you guys are looking for, Matt, you would be happy. I finally mentioned something real estate related. <laughs> uh, CCI does have pretty good growth. It's pretty stable. Um, and if you look at back in 2002, it actually got down to $1, which is insane. Going back to the 20-year hold. And if you would have held it for that 20-year period, it went to 143. So it probably is one of the greatest investments of all time if anyone has held it over 10 to 15 years. Yeah. So, so CCI, I like a lot. So it's the, and this is just, I just wanted to add to it. So it's an infrastructure REIT. Um, and so I was like, okay, have I seen that before? And so basically the, it, what it does is what they do is they have a portfolio of macro cell towers. And so we talk about communication, right? We see towers going up for communication. This is what they invest in. And so right now, obviously cell towers, everybody's gonna say, well, there's, there's 5G. And so obviously this is a company that is very aware of that. And so that's something that they'll probably be focusing on for the next five to 10 years is how do we build smaller cell towers and how do we get into the fiber cable operations of things? And so, yeah, they had an amazing run, but they have potential for the future as well. So mm-hmm. keep an eye out on CCI infrastructure. REIT. Guys don't need that many for two tech, two index, no stress, but for my veterans, it's a good one to add. How, how do we feel about REITs in, gen- in general? I don't like uh, it. Why, mean, why, why don't you like REITs, Ian? If I could draft LeBron over Jeremy Lin, who would you draft? LeBron. Now, you know, I think Jordan's the greatest player of all time, but we won't have this debate again. But the, I'm just, okay, okay this, this is my determinant factor on everything. What can give me the most return on my money? I want us as investors in this culture to stop being caught up on like the love and hip hop version of investing where we're like, we're going to talk our way out of everything. If you give me a REIT that can give me 38 to 45% return in a year, I invest in it clear as day. If you, if you've invested in a Tesla or AMD or Nvidia and you got more than 35% return, please put yes in chat. I just don't see any REITs that give me 
40% return in a year. If there is one, I'll for sure take it. It's not there. Also, my personal theory is if I want to be exposed to real estate in a safe way, I'm going to invest in McDonald's, which happens to be the biggest real estate company in the United States. I don't care about feelings. I want to look at the data and I want to bet on all winners. So if I have a chance to get Brady, I'm going to get Brady every time. Yes, I love Pat Mahomes. But when we was at Joe's house last Super Bowl, I was like, I know Pat is looks like black Jesus. I'm not betting against Tom. Tom played at Michigan. I saw what he did to IU when I was, I was like, yo, there are certain companies, certain entities, certain stocks that always seem to do the impossible. Starbucks, McDonald's, Home Depot, any company that has a bunch of commercial locations. And McDonald's makes the majority of his money. If Chick-fil-A ever became publicly traded, I'll be all over it. Lights out. Yep. Oh, baby. Yeah. They'll never do it. But if so, there are certain. So, and if you're looking in terms of market share and mind share, McDonald's has way more mind share than any REIT that you can ever name. It's just about who can produce the most. And that's why even in investing, I focus on solely and exclusively on being able to get the highest returns. Because I know if I lose that edge, I don't have anything. Um, so when I'm looking at investments, I'm like, I need to pick something that's going to give me the biggest bank for my buck that can put up 40 a night and I don't have to worry about. REITs, don't do that. We can argue it, but if we go look at the data from 1900 through now, name me a REIT over a 10-year holding period that averaged 35%. Cat Williams' voice, don't worry, I'll wait. You can put them together, but it's not there. It's not there. Nope. And McDonald's is in XLY. Big fan. Yep. For you ETF lovers out there. As well as Tesla, which was had, had a nice uh, little increase over the past couple of days. Two for one. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, we're in San Francisco. Yeah. Can we do one more? Since yeah. we're in San Francisco, can we talk about the San Francisco company? The San Francisco yes. treat. That I actually had to convince Rashad to actually invest in. And he asked me for five months. Why? 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 And I told you last year was fire. Can we talk about Salesforce? Yep. Salesforce went up 10% last week on reports that they have increased their guidance. And we spoke about guidance a few weeks ago. That is the potential future revenue of the company. So they increased their guidance uh, and and they're strong for 2022. Mm-hmm. And there's, 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 there's strong inklings that that might get raised again. Um, a lot has to do with the increase in e-commerce businesses, which means that there will be a lot more of uh, acquisitions well, the acquisition of slack would mean much more right because now you can interact <laughs> with your community inside of, of your own business so did you say that you called me you said what you called me and said what happened what happened with salesforce i said guidance was raised my man yeah and, and i'm not betting against mark benioff for those of you who've read money master the game you have to realize like tony has coached there's not many people tony has coached but two of them paul twitter jones the michael jordan of futures mm-hmm. and benioff I'm not betting against Salesforce. And for those of you who work in corporate, there aren't many replacements to it. So it's not as sexy as Google and Amazon and Apple, but you got, if you go, and I'll say this too, if you want to be rich, go watch every episode of Market Mondays. Please share this with five friends. Give it five stars on Apple, right? Um, But we told you about this months ago and they had a deep drawdown, gave a price to get in. But historically, if you look at CRM, the impact that it's had on business culture. And we can argue without them, the software as a service model would not be as, as 
prevalence is today. If you go back and look at the chart historically, in 2004, is at 225. So when Dipset, Diplomatic Community come out in 04? Or was it 05? I think 04. 04. Yeah. And it's at 279. Who in here wished, if you're above 35, wished that you had have held CRM since then? Because a lot of times people will say, well, you didn't know that this company was going to be that dominant. In 01, people knew Apple was going to be that dominant because there was thousands of reports on it. Same with Microsoft, same with CRM, same with Stryker, same with Pfizer, same with Eli Lilly, same with Johnson & Johnson. Like There are certain ones that are clear-cut winners that you cannot deny Salesforce is one of them. And then my personal target in five years for CRM is 418.54. So. Mm. Yeah, that drawback, and we spoke about it when it happened. We said a lot of the drawback had to do with the $27 billion acquisition of Slack is, you know, and we, we've seen that with companies after they've, they've acquired other businesses that there's a, there's a pullback because people look like, all right, well, guidance is going to go down because they had to spend mm -hmm. so much to acquire another company. But that company is actually going to help bring more revenue in. And so we're kind of seeing that play out. Um, we'll see what happens So a full year, I think next, well, this November, it'll be a full year since the acquisition. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is a whole lot of game. Whole lot of game was provided. Uh, the first segment of oh, Market Monday. I got one more thing. Can we do one more real quick? Yes, we can. I, and it'll be like a little tidbit. It's just like if anybody didn't read this, because this bell just keeps ringing. <laughs> I think it's time for the fairies to stop. I'm just wondering what, what I think every half hour comes on. So it's now what time is it here? Six o'clock here, nine o'clock. Uh, Eastern Standard. Uh, Coinbase. Uh, coin. We didn't, we didn't get to talk about crypto. We and maybe we will we'll spend a lot of time on it next Monday. So they are now allowing uh, U.S. users to deposit any percentage of their paychecks directly into their accounts in the coming weeks. Right. Deposits can either be in U.S. dollars or immediately transferred into cryptocurrencies with no fees. I read that and I said, "Wow, that's a hell of a marketing strategy." With wow. cops. Robin Hood's wallet and their little college tour that they're doing. Robin Hood, you better counter real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart, very smart. Because then, wow. but behind that, Coinbase can roll out the education of if you dollar cost average, if you and I put it today, like if you if you dollar cost average, the annual return on Bitcoin is sixty nine percent over the last seven years. Job, the stock is getting beat up. Job well done. That, that was a hell of a move when I saw it. Wow. Yeah. Space is getting competitive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still not comfortable doing that with my Chase account. I, I am. Oh, I, am. I, I don't like it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to do it. But again, that could be a generational thing. I noticed some people like that's the only thing they do. Um, So interesting, man. Things that's just fascinating. Every day there's something like that just is like, wow, that's amazing. It, it, if you study the history of, well, I'll say this. Do, do you guys know? Well, I, I'll give you a homework assignment. Go Google which founder was a part of American Express that then went to go start Wells Fargo. If you go look at the history of banking, it is very similar. To Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. 
four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When American Express had a founder with amazing ideas, one had to leave, had to go west, San Francisco, and started very parallel. Robin Hood and Coinbase are going to be competitors for decades to come. But when you have a space that is as hot as crypto and you need one trusted leader, there's going to be a lot of competition there. And the things that you need to study on the industry, if you're interested in it, they're already there. You need to go look at the building of Bank of America, the building of JP Morgan Chase, um, the building of Wells Fargo and the building of American Express to understand how this is going to play out over the next 20, 30 years. Henry Wells, they, the, the names are coming in. The answers are coming in, sir. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hence Wells Fargo. Brandon, am I still one of the most fascinating humans on earth? And we ain't even getting to the John Wick talk <laughs> you get, yet. You're getting better every day, man. Listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Please hit the like button. Please do. Uh, Okay, oh, and, and if we when we get to number one, I'll give away a thousand scholarships. But until then, please don't ask for any. So let's run these numbers up. Oh, no, Shadi and Troy, what do we oh, have yeah. to do to get, to get up there? We got to get five star review. You got to do write two paragraphs. Go ahead. No, 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 you got to um, subscribe to Market Monday on yes. Apple on iTunes on Apple iTunes, Apple Pod, Podcast, Pod, Apple Podcast. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um, give it a five star rating on yeah. Apple Podcast and leave leave a review. Uh, spread the word and share it. If you can just share it in your stories, in your Instagram stories, share share it in your Instagram stories. Um, that would be extremely. Yeah, let's do it. Let's run it up. Yeah, beneficial. Tomorrow, I want like thirty stories of and somebody even, reposting even, that. Even if you don't listen to it, um, just do it. It's free. Um, it doesn't cost for you. the culture. Yeah, <laughs> listen. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. Not it even, cost you anything. Won't even, won't even burn a calorie. So challenge market monday challenge because if Ari emmanuel called me jay-z called me hey man let's, let's do it <laughs> for the culture 500k listen that five hundred thousand dollars worth of advice you want from going to dinner with jay I'm, i've been giving you <laughs> for free i saw that post if I, yeah. to, if, if I go to dinner with jay-z he gonna give me the secrets i'm it how to be a wealth he gonna be like listen to market mondays they've been giving it to you shout out to rock nation good god Straight Hova said, give me the 500. I'll tell you what he said. <laughs> Hova, Hova, straight Hova. We saw it on the, the jersey. Trade over. Trade over. And, and the Always flesh. got a brand. Yeah. And, and, and to the person who made that uh, nickname for me, please uh, email me in at Red Panda so I can um, compensate you for that. That was, that was 
and a person who made came up with two two stocks your core. Hey, there's uh, a new, what's what's the new one they just gave you? I, uh, Futures Hendrix. <laughs> you know, it's a couple. Y'all creative. Y'all creative. Future Hendrix. And like to those that. of y'all who don't think I don't trade and all that, I'm undefeated this month too in September. I'm gonna put my post out tomorrow. Trading documentary coming soon. So we execute everything that we talk oh, about. Man, Futures Hendrix. Hey, Future. Tell Steve Harvey. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Hey. Shout out to Future, man. A legend, a legend in the game. Just for my trade and my Gucci flip flop. Nah, bro. Gucci flip flops. Flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Janet. Janet with the plan. Janet's got a plan. EYL University, the hey most guys. important person. Janet, forgive What's going me. On? I, I told you, you I was going. I told you I was going to call you. I, I, I apologize. I will. That's all right. I After called this. you before Market Monday, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Janet, we are going with the glasses. We are. We are going I with like the glasses. It. Swaggy, I like it. What kind of glasses are those? I don't know, actually. I ordered them off an of Instagram post, so. Okay, off an of <laughs> Instagram ad. Instagram ad? Yes, yes. They've got so me a few times. I'll give you the details next week. I thought, I thought somebody would at least have an album up because we couldn't, but it's okay. She has the guitars. Guitars. Yeah, yeah we, we go Indiari. Ah, there we go. I can't there play, but, you know. Little Lauren Hill, the Fuji's came back on stage. Is that what you were doing? It, that's exactly what I was doing. How'd you know? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Just shout out to the Fuji's, yeah. global shout citizens. To the earners. I met up with some earners in Boston. That was really fun. I snuck up on them and it was a really good time. We went bowling. I won. Oh, no, I'm lying right now. I did not win. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a really good time. What was that experience like? for you it was like, cool because it's like it's like a virtual reality reality we're living in so it's just nice to like be able to hug them and stuff like hashtag yeah. covid but you know it was really it was really good we gotta get this we gotta see some pictures we gotta see some pictures we didn't, we didn't see any pictures. On Facebook. Oh, we've been traveling all right I'm, I'm in there i gotta get in there gotta go gotta get in there yeah. How was, uh, detroit though detroit was amazing <laughs> amazing we're gonna give the full breakdown at the end of the show but um yeah. It's good to travel and it's good to meet people and it's good to, you know, it's encouraging because sometimes you don't really fully understand the impact of the work, you know, online can kind of be, yeah. you know, it's not the same, but when people actually see you in person and they're like, you changed my life, I made money, I did this, I was able to stop working. It's very encouraging. So um, we love, love to travel and we really, really love when people come up to us. So we never take it for granted. And um, mm -hmm. we, we appreciate everybody yeah. that has yeah, benefited. Um, Listen, yeah, you pull up to an EYL event. I'm shaking hands. I'm kissing babies. I'm taking your phone. I'm recording videos with you. Shy's gonna be in the room holding court. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be holding court. It's a it's a whole vibe, man. So Oak Oakland, y'all next. Oh, Oakland's gonna be y'all next. Yeah, Oakland's gonna be crazy. Y'all next. It's a whole situation. Oakland's going to be crazy. But Janet, let's get to some questions. Let's do it. I'm going to go to Mike Dolo first because he. Mike. Mike. The we play, we, yeah, we shot a video <laughs> in Detroit. What up, Mike? Hey, what's up, y'all? Thank y'all for uh, coming out to the uh, D also. Man, I okay, appreciate my you. You too. Uh, my question is for Ian. So uh, the bio, the biotech uh, technology, how did you come across that info? And what was uh, your process of obtaining it? The, them 500 pages a day I'd be telling everybody about. So real quick, okay. 
Hold on, let me move the crystal ball out the way real quick. So this is just what I got in the airport today. So this is Wired Magazine. Yeah. This is Bloomberg Markets. Mm-hmm. Scientific American. Okay. Bloomberg Business Week. Forbes. Startup. Harvard Business Review. Um. Kobe Mamba. That energy that y'all feel. And can you guys feel the difference in my energy since InvestFest? Like, I had like setting a bar high for me. Now I have to take it to another level past that. So that's what I'm telling funny you. Funny you right? say that. <laughs> it's funny you say that. It's called <laughs> history. It's called stay <laughs> <Is> tuned. It's <laughs> called bigger. Are we talking tonight or no? No, 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 the, uh, like four of those publications that you just went through, right? When we had our our, our group chat the other night, and we, I put up the publications out of the fifteen, they, those are all there. It's the yeah. same research, y'all. Blueprint, you like just gotta read all the answers that you want. I'm gonna be re- real. The reason why they gave us the books that are born to read in high school, middle school, and even an undergrad was to throw us off track on how to actually make the money. Because all the secrets are there. Will Smith has one of the greatest quotes ever. Every secret that you want to know about life is written in somebody's book. It's true. And if you go through, so even now, like going into, and that's I, I want to give you credit, but someone talked about like um, ice mining, right? That's another thing. There's a whole bunch of technologies in quote unquote outer space that they're planning over the next 20 years. They'll tell it to you. But when people are like, well, I don't know if that's true. You think Harvard Business Review going to lie to you? They're one of, one of the most prestigious universities in history of mankind. Go read. But if you don't, and I know it's tough. So here's the hack. If you can't physically read, do four hours of audio book at 2X. But if, and this is with me traveling and being tired. So if I'm knocking out 20 to 30,000 pages, and for those of you, like, I didn't go to the Lions game to work on an outline for Market Mondays for six hours. And I didn't even do it today. So now having to take it up 10 tiers, going into bioscience, alternative therapies, gene therapy, I, I have the stuff that I like know or I'm aware of, I can't even talk about because it all plays into one another. The stuff on Venus and then they, they're like, go look at, Go look at the comparisons between our moon and the and Titan. And if we migrate to Titan, given the lack of gravity in comparison to that is here, the technology they they're trying to build databases big enough to store our life experiences, upload them, transport bodies to Titan, and have new human life live there. I can read to get that though. <laughs> Wow. Two trades. Okay. Your volume went out, Ian. Okay. That was my, my follow-up question, um, which I'm sorry. I'm sorry for asking that. Guidelines. I, guidelines. I, guidelines. Okay. Guidelines. Just, right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so they already spoke on cloning and, you know, everything that's happening now on a, uh, with the Sumerian tablets. So what's your thought about that? And um, how far do you think that we are close to getting to where they were? Oh, man, don't have me talking this talk. Okay. Oh, okay, never, never mind. No, 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 no. no. Right. How many pyramids are there on Earth? 
Uh, was it 38? I forgot. Okay. Every pyramid has a different life lesson in it. So when I went to Chichen Itza, based on seasonal calendars, if you go look, there's a reason why the investors go to this pyramid trip with EYL coming up in November. I'm working on my segues. Every <laughs> pyramid has a different lesson on a particular area of life based on seasonality and how the Mayans grew crops that ties into investing. So when we're talking about seasonality and life cycles, et cetera, there's a certain amount of trades and I I put part of it in the Holy Trinity. There were other investors there. So I'm listening to them talk. If you go to Chichen Itza, you will be able to discover how many trades you should take in a year, when to stop and when to start. If you look at the moon cycle, seven days before and seven days after, it tells you the same information. But then if you travel to Giza, there are other pyramids and other life examples that are there for you. Some are financial, some are health, some are based on fertility, but you have to read. And going back to last year, study the ley lines, celestial, it all ties in. So we're close. And the tablets are there. And also, if you really want the, the real cheat code, go look at everything that uh, Tesla wrote and all his inventions and creations, and you'll be able to have a supreme edge in the market. So when I tell you that this crystal ball is glowing bright, it's not because I'm sitting on my ass and I threw a jacket and put on some wave grease and thought I was dope. Got to put in the work, but you can do whatever you want to do. Ian, Mike, is, clip that up. What is what is Titan? Some people said in YouTube, what, what is Titan? That you go. It's a planet. But where that's what, outside of Pluto, but it's outside this, this system, the solar system outside of, well, I want them to Google and go look. They're not going to, they're not going to do it though. And I got, got the reply he broke as a result. That, that's true. But no, I'm, I'm asking, I'm just curious. Out, was it, no, but but you, you'll go research who to get the BBL from, from the girl who going to leave you after she get it. I don't want to hear it, King. I'm talking to the men. I don't want to hear it. Yo, he acting different. No, I've been acting this way. I'm tired. Like for those of you who really want it, this is for Dom, Crystal Ball, P, Lindsay, Amber, Dream Two, who who was on stage with me, Drew, who really want to run it up. A lot of y'all want to talk about investing because the shit is cute. You rappers too. You guys do not know what the fuck you're talking about. I. This is for those who really want it. This is freedom. This is freedom. I don't have to pipe down and none of that. Study. This is for Mike, for Jerry, for those who really want it, for those when you were broke and then not even your family, your friends believed in you. Go study. Go study. Shade room don't have no value to your life. What Karen did with Jordan adds no value to your life. Study this. This for Ruben. For those who is there at InvestFest who are looking to take it to another level and y'all better quit playing because Janet in two years is going to be on your ass. So y'all going to be like, what Janet at? Watch. I guarantee you Janet has 29 streams of income in two years. Keep playing if you want to. I'm not. By December. No, <laughs> Run it up. And the uh, hair popping too. We need a hair cream, a curl souffle. Let's get it all going. I'm not playing. If you guys want, want to lose and not, don't be here. We're not here for that. I want you to run it up. If you want a different level of living and for you, yourself, your kids, your grandkids, say, I am worthy. I'm excellent in chat. I'm not playing. Mm. I'm not playing. Go Google that shit. He then go play forty two dollars. This, this this was this was a segment of the Dunn language. Wow. Brought to you by Ian Dunn. The Dunn language. <laughs> Rest in peace, the Prodigy. Language. The Dunn language. Yo, you I had to get on my little WWE thing. I was like, yo, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Brand, listen, Brandon was like, "Well, trap energy be here and yours be down." Okay. I'm like, damn. CB, see what you did? Yeah, I got to take it up. You see what you did? Uh, That's your fault. Yeah. Chat, and he just told you about Chitania. You even know where that's at. Yeah, let's, let's make something happen. Let's make something happen.
That's a single right there. Mike, chop, we're going to chop that up. He channeled his inner Jada kiss. The done language. Jada versa being sold for the Red Panda anthem. Quit playing with me. Def Jam, call me. Interscope, call me. Don't wait till it's too late. Hovey, baby, get to me. It's going to be over. Shy, tell him what it's called. Okay. You're going to be like, damn, he with Lior, Drake, and... Okay. <laughs> Keep playing if you want to. <laughs> I love when Ian gets like this. Stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned. And this with me with a busy schedule. And Matt, like Market Mondays is the hardest part of my work week. Imagine if I didn't have to, and all I could do was just zone out and drink C4 and kale and talk to Ken about juice fasting yeah. and then hang with Xander <laughs> and just read all day. Yeah, you know what? That's true, man. We're going to do a behind the scenes of how what, what it takes to even do this. Right, like, <laughs> man, man. If, if I was joining, I would have, I would have went to Karen. How that has nothing to do with you. Go I, study, man. Bro, I didn't even know what you was talking. What is that, Karen? Simple. No, nothing. And kudos to Joiner. Oh, I, who I no love idea. dearly. Kudos Jordan to Karen. Karen Silver. Oh, he said. Oh, I saw that. He, she, she said yeah, she took yeah. some money from. Oh, him. and yeah. I gotta say, yeah. shout out to Corey and, and Ian Schwartzman for making the connection to Royce because I don't want to lead them out. Um, thank you guys for making that connection and then you know for letting me talk uh, Royce ear off. Uh, the night two and us debate about rap and, and it's inner sanctum, but um, focus on the business that pays you. We're the only community that focuses on gossip because they know the power and intellect that we have. Hmm. It's being real. Hey, you I could have been to, to, to a bunch of hedge funds and that's when you guys were like, oh, he ain't for the culture. I'm like, you know how many offers I didn't got to walk away for some money that y'all would have walked away for. Keep it a thousand. Them same ones y'all see on CNBC. Hey, this firm said they coming to me to get some of them prices. That's Ian, why cash app? I want to send you some money. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just being real. Like where else are you going to get the Willie Mavis information? Then they put it out the next day. Come on. It'll be crazy. That boy that watched Power Rangers too many times. The next day, Willie Mavis discovered in South Texas. Okay. In the Houston area. Hey. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I'm gonna get to the next question. Yo. Okay. <laughs> I learned I, I learned this from Budgetista. It's called segment domination. Tiffany, I've been listening. Oh, listening. Ian's it. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> <That was awesome. laughs> Oscar, mute yourself. We are coming to you. Yo. What's, What's popping? Okay, okay. What's going on, Oscar? Yeah, man. It's been a minute since what? Last oh, it has been a minute. It's, it's been a while. It's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> How everybody doing? Good, good. Wait, wait. Jersey? Yes, sir. Newark, okay. New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Shout out to Brick City. There's a little bit of an echo, by the way, if you can lower it. Oh, yeah. I mean, let me step out of my building. I just walked inside my building. Hold on. <laughs> Looking now. Uh, hey, All right. How can I help now? you? Yeah, that's what's great. Good? What's, what's good, brother? Um, Everything's great. Wow. I was not expecting this. Um, Okay. Uh, My question was really... um. Okay, you know how Ian, how you just breaking down the whole pyramids, the lunar cycles and everything. So for the pyramids aspect, to learn all mm -hmm. the lessons in them, do I just like simply just like look up any books, um, Google, like I just want to see like what's the... Uh... I, I, I would go, okay, I would go Quora first. Uh, it's a site, Q-U-O-R-A. They're first. Mm -hmm. Reddit second. And then I would go books on Amazon third. YouTube is always a good source, but Quora, I would go first. Like, think of Quora as like a cleaned up intellectual version of Facebook. 
I'll go there first. Okay. Yeah, write a second, then I will go to book route. And and also for those of you that like have family, especially if you have any family in Mexico and West Indies, like you need to talk to your elders. Because a lot of the things that we thought were like wives' tales, there, there was some truth to them. But I would any the cheat code for understanding almost any subject matter is to get the top five books on that subject and read it first and then go through the top 100. You know, what you, you know what you can also do, Ian? What's that? You can join Earn Your Leisure in Egypt. Boy, that segue was good. <laughs> November 4th <laughs> through November 10th. We will ninth, ninth, ninth. November 4th through November 9th. I was not expecting that. That was good. That was, good. <laughs> that was really good. A handful of people will be um, <laughs> accompanying us and tickets are rapidly going. So if you're interested, do yourself a, a, a favor. Yeah, and, I was gonna, uh, you know, us. the other way is to actually travel to the pyramids. Yeah. Do your own research. Yeah. Well, Oscar, did you come in? Money off of futures. Yes. Oh, yep. Futures. It is futures market. I, I was wondering if that was Oscar came into it tonight with that question, or he, when he heard the Ian, he was compelled to ask that. That was a smooth segue. That was one of them crosses where you like, you know, you gonna fall. You try to hold yourself. <laughs> well done. But yeah, th th there's something in every culture that you need to learn that will translate back to all economics, and also like not to get too deep, but if you go study every capitalist society and how they run there is a lot of parallels that you'll be able to see and those more and then even google if you guys go look at what the average price range for any technology stock over a 30-year period is it's there it's the, at this point i'm gonna be real people are putting the information out for free and being like i dare you to use it because most people are not gonna use it it's there I want you guys to be rich. I want you to see me in five years and see Xander when he turns 15. Be like, man, I love your daddy, man. He made me $2 million. Now, I met some of you in Detroit who was up three and 400,000. A couple, uh, shout out to the queen who had been in Ada forever and, and gave Kayla a shout out. Keep executing. You are worthy. If you're not executing, it's only because you don't think that you're worthy of being financially free. If we have the greatest investing podcast and show in the history of mankind, please put yes in chat. Biggest ever, ever, biggest ever. Yeah, never, mm. never been done this real by nobody. And, and I may tell you the history of Bigfoot ne next week. Oh, and shout out to Josh Brown and uh, Caleb, Caleb Silver. Um, yes, Caleb Silver. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I forget, that was really, really dope acknowledgement that they said. Um, very humbling words. Appreciate it. How we are moving the financial markets and the influence is being felt on Wall Street. And I believe Josh Brown said nobody on the street has that kind of influence. Um, he talked about our live with Francis Chico that we did. And that was on a, that was on an off night on Wednesday. Thousands of people tuned in for that. Yeah. And I guess he was one of the people that was watching it. And he uh, spoke about it and gave it high praise and talked about yeah. the influence that uh, we are having. Yeah. So, um, and we've seen it. We've seen it. No, real seen life. It firsthand. Yeah. Thousands of people, thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people joining stock market, getting into the stock market, starting investing, futures, options, crypto, and investing, investing, real estate, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, investing yeah. in positions that were mentioned right here. Um, and so, yeah, that's encouraging. The biggest yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Josh, Mike, and the show Compound and Friends. Compound, uh, compound, yeah, compound. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll say this too. Josh had a show that I liked before we started doing Market Mondays. This is a key lesson for everyone. Do not get into an industry. And if you were a fan of somebody before you got into the industry, be a fan after. 
Because I'm going to be real. No one else would even mention people on their other show. So when I'm like, yo, shout out Bonowin, shout out Josh, that could take viewership away from us. I'm like, I'm so solid. Shout out Trap. I'm going to go out of my way to shout out the people that I love because most people don't do it. And you guys have seen us do that for weeks. And then that's why it came back. But a lot of times you guys are breaking into industries and now you're looking at everyone as competition opposed to allies. Yeah. You don't. And shout out to Ally, one of the most amazing banks in the history. Oh, another good uh, one. American Finance. <laughs> yeah. I'll be on the Black Effect calls, but I'm learning from the little tricks y'all get. <laughs> shout out to Charlamagne. I'm learning. Oh, shout out to Charlamagne. That's my guy. Yeah. Love, I love Charlamagne. That's my that's my brother. That was a solid idea. Uh, Janet, can we get a, can we get a couple more questions before we before we wrap? Yes, let's go to Joy Ellington. Unmute yourself. Hey guys. How are you? How you doing, Joy? Oh, so blessed, so blessed. Love you all. So I have like a deep question. Go ahead. Now, the information that is given here as an earner and even just people who watch on YouTube is very, very informative. And it's it can it's like all the secrets are there and they're also mm -hmm. in the book. And knowing that this country was built on the back of black people being the consumers which they need us to be down there so they can stay up how do you deal with the possible like i don't want to say scare because fear not but just like you know the pressure and the the evils that try to attack this being delivered to our culture we have to execute in silence um yeah. you're from chicago right Yes. Okay, so I'm from East Chicago, Indiana. I grew up uh, five minutes from Gary, right? Mm -hmm. Being from the Midwest, it's always been very interesting to me that we were never told that there's a stock market in Chicago. And mm -hmm. the reason that the Chicago Bulls, which is an up market, and you have the Chicago Bears, which is a down market, was placed right in front of us. The Chicago Cubs is a baby bear market, right. but there's no literacy given to us i can't lie it is scary but being from the midwest i honestly believe and i said this to everybody in detroit because i think cincinnati east chicago gary chicago milwaukee and east st louis is all the same i truly believe that this information was shared from 1969 through 2003 half the brothers and sisters that were locked up or killed due to drugs or criminal offenses will be eradicated. So it's scary. And I talked about in episode 70, like we were the first product that was sold, like the insurance market and many other financial markets were based off of slavery. We were, we were the first thing that was traded. Is it scary? Yeah. Yes. But um, we have to do the work regardless, pray and do business above board and help you. Fortunately, from my perspective, we've been able to help so many people. I think that's why we haven't received some of the attacks that other people of our color have not received. Because I've had to talk to a ninja like to be able to bring $40 million into a business and I never even got a cup or pen from Ninja Trader. It's illegal in the futures market. So when okay. people talk that that culture, yo, he ain't doing, I'm like, I mean, no, like Ninja had to build a customer support team for Red Panda. I know what value I brought to TD Ameritrade. I brought $60 million of business to TD Ameritrade. Not $1 came mm. back in. 
Now go ask other people who talk about trading how much they got paid on the back end. It's different. I know what this show means to the community. So it's scary, but if you grew up in the Midwest, shout out to everybody in Detroit, Chicago, East Chicago. This stuff was hidden from us to make us fight. Dick Gregory has a great quote. It's not the crabs in a barrel that causes the fight and it's the hot water that makes us fight amongst each other. And I feel Mm. if I can stop us from fighting with each other over a little bit of money, we can change the world. That's my thought. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. Because everything is so on global and easily accessible. And it's like, you just have to wonder, like, it's like, man, do we, should we be meeting in a secret room? But it's like, no, we just got to do it loud and proud and just be ready. That's it. That's it. Loud and proud. Thank you. We appreciate We appreciate you. Shout Shout out to to Chicago. Chicago. We definitely got to come to Chicago. Shout out to my brother, Byron. Um, Mobile Homes. He pulled pulled up on us in Detroit. Uh, Appreciate you, brother. Um, Janet, if we can get one more question before. All right. Eric Lewis, unmute yourself, please. We are coming to you. No fridge rigs. No fridge rigs. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we hear you. Eric, what's going on? I apologize. I must have had my hand Sorry. up by accident. But uh, since I'm here, uh, just want to give you guys a shout out, man. Um, thank you. Um, thank you. I think I did have a question before, but because I didn't write it down and I didn't expect this call, I'm not prepared. I, I think, no, I do have one. And it's probably for Rashid. Rashad? Uh, Rashad. Rashad. I, I apologize, Rashad. I apologize. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's I okay. Deep, so breath. Deep breath. I'm so sorry. Um, Are you a new earner? Uh, I've been here for a minute. I, this, and I'm with like Grant. We sound so, like we're talking to Grant Hill. Right? <laughs> Jack Prescott. Go ahead, go ahead, Eric. What's going on, man? <laughs> if you want to mess the answer up, you're allowed. Cause I, uh... No, you good. Um, I'm actually 50 years old. Okay. And um, I'm pretty, I'm okay with my retirement. My 401k is, you know, looking pretty solid. But I still... And I'm only saying it because I'm 50. I think 50 is a new 30. But, you know, I'm thinking I still want to stay aggressive. Um, I probably have about less than five years to retire because I'll take the early out. So I'll be 55. Job well done. Um, What are your thoughts? uh, What what are your thoughts in terms of me being able to retire less than five years but still stay aggressive? Is that is that is that okay or you know what what are, you, what are your thoughts? Eric, I want you to know something, all right? I want you to get your pen ready because when you see Shadi take his pen out, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> we about to go on a journey. About to be good. So nah, nah, get nah. ready. Nah, nah, this is actually something that we spoke about on the financial. Everybody on EY University should be tuning into my financial planning calls. We do that once a month, um, a Saturday, pick a Saturday, and this question has been asked a few times, and I think that it's important for people to understand that life expectancy has changed. And people are living much longer and the same rules that applied 30 years ago does not apply today. So I say that to say, I think that you can afford to be a little bit more aggressive on on your retirement and investing uh, portfolio than, you know, what was traditionally taught where it was like, okay, the government set the age 59 and a half as retirement. So, you know, if you take money out of your 401k or your IRA before that, you get penalized. So 60 had kind of became like a magical number, but like you said, 60 is kind of, is still young. 
Like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you got people living to 90 years old, 95 years old. Um, I think the life expectancy for a male is 83, at least, at least a white male is 83. So, um, that means that, you know, people are living into their eighties and even longer than that. So I say that to say the point of retirement is not just to get there. It's like Mount Everest, a perfect example. Most people don't die climbing up Mount Everest. Most people die coming down. The reason being is that they don't have a plan. Everybody has a plan to get to the top, but nobody has a plan to get down. So getting to retirement is only half the battle. Now getting down retirement is the hard part. So you definitely want to stay at least 50, 50, probably 60, 40 in equities um, while you're in retirement, because while you're taking money, you still have to have your money growing for you as well. It's not good enough just to have your money, you know, not growing because once you start to take money from it, eventually you're going to deplete your, your nest egg and you're not going to have any money. So we talked about balance funds on the last call or something that's extremely important. A balance fund is a blend of stocks and, and bonds, 50, 50, uh, blend between equities and bonds. So that's something that is a little bit more conservative, but you can get decent returns in balanced funds. Like I've seen 10%, 12%, even, you know, 15% depending on the year. So that's not bad for a more conservative play. Um, you know, some large cap, exposure. I wouldn't be super, super aggressive, but I definitely wouldn't be in bonds. I definitely wouldn't be in money market. Um, because at the end of the day, when you add in inflation and you add the fact that you're actually starting to take money out, you're going to be losing money on your account at a rapid pace. And then if you have a bad year in the market, that's going to even compound your loss even more. So on top of, if you have bad entries. Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So definitely, definitely, I would recommend at, at the very least a 50-50 split, but probably more on the 60-40 side, 60% stocks, 40% bond. Um, and if you even want to be more aggressive, then you can have even more exposure. Um, but like I said, you know, the safer the safer plays with the, the large cap index, ETFs, things that we talk about all the time, you know, you probably don't want to have too many like, you know, individuals, more risky plays, but Definitely, definitely, you should still be in the market. You should still be adding to your investments and um, still looking to grow capitalists. You don't want to, like, just start cruising. Well, thank you, brother. Um, also, just to let you know, I was on call. It was a while ago. I think your dad was uh, hosting one of the... The 50 uh, Plus Club. Yes. So yeah. he has some good good things to say, and I wrote a lot, a lot of stuff. Bring him back. Shout out. Bring him back. <laughs> Shout out, to, bring him back. shout out to my dad, man. Shout out to my dad. Uh, definitely. That was a dope, dope uh, experience. I'm glad that he got a chance to jump on that call. Um, if anybody's not familiar, you know, uh, my dad's a financial advisor. That's actually the first person that introduced me to the business. So, you know, that's something that he definitely uh, knows his stuff. Yes. And um, <laughs> he gave a lot of information on that call to the 50 and earners, 50 and over earners club. We have a club inside of EYL University, EYL University for people that's 50 and over. So shout out to my dad, man. Appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, God. Um, I just put something in the stock club real quick. I want to, going back to the replacing humans. It's a company called Sarcos that have a external wearable robot for industrial workers. Going back to the chip thing. So if they're able to track the data and movement of how a person does his job, you don't think they're sending that data back to a server to then make the iRobot scenario become true. Kudos to Tavares for sending me that. I just wanted to tell yeah. you, I, like, I know some of it sounds scary, but when you start to dig deeper, you see. Weekend. Oh, no, no. Right. It's, it's, it's about acquiring skills that are not, that can't be automated. 
Mm-hmm. And you got plenty of them, Janet. So don't worry. Absolutely. Oh, thank you, Troy. Don't Absolutely. you worry. <laughs> Janet, my is job is signed to a life, <laughs> yeah. lifelong contract. You are Kanye West. You are Kanye West. You are signed to a life. And Janet, contract. I still need to talk to you. So, so it, it, even if you text me, I, I need to look for it. I'm here. Hey, yo, can we, can we get the T-shirt? Find you a Janet? Yes. Can we can we get that? Janet, well, Earners, we got to get that. Let me just tell this brief story because it's important. It's important, Janet. Um. So Janet was working at Fidelity, um, which is one of the largest financial institutions in the world. And she was a member of EYL University. She paid to become a member of EYL University. And um, she was just one of these people that was just adding value, so much value. Like she was just doing everything. And she, she, Wait, she tell them where she started at. Jan, tell them where we started. Book club. My Come favorite on, thing is still yeah, my favorite it. thing. So um, <laughs> we recognized her. We recognized her. And uh, we thought it would be a good idea to bring her on as our first, our very first employee for EYL University. Mm-hmm. And it um, it wasn't an easy task because obviously, you know, she's working at Fidelity. So she's making a nice salary benefits and all that. So we had to pay her more money than Fidelity was paying her. Match the benefit. fire in the chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put fire in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah Janet. Yeah, Janet. <laughs> we had to pay her more money than Fidelity was paying her. Match the benefits and all of that and that just goes to show you a um it's important to recognize talent and it's important to um promote from within um we already saw that she was in eyl university she was already passionate she already knew about the what we were doing and she was passionate about growing it so that was important and then given first and so reliable i have to stress that like some of you want to break through and I'm going to just be real. You guys haven't had the breakthrough that you've wanted because you're not showing up for yourself every single day. Like, I know if Janet is not here, something bad happened. <laughs> so I'm going to have to get me and Will Smith and the dog that he had in, in the little zombie movie and go find her. But and it, like, if Market Mondays doesn't show up, man, Asteroid hit Houston or the Woolly Mammoth came again. Like, <laughs> you have to be so reliable. Same with Burke. There's never been a time that I've asked, hey, create something for me, bro. And he has not delivered. The companies that are most reliable and people that are most reliable end up getting paid the most money. That's that's why I said, Janet, that's why I said the other week, hey, if she ever have any income discrepancy, hey, I'll cover the salary. Can't lose her. (laughs) (laughs) Certain people you cannot lose. No, you gotta make it right. But then also, I I wanted to say also, that was big for us for, um, you know, to... You ought to understand we do business. So when you look at Earn Your Leisure, when you look at Red Panda, when you look at all of these entrepreneurs out here, black entrepreneurs, don't just look at it like, okay, they're just making money and they're just having fun. Like we're providing opportunities and we're putting money back into our economy. Uh, we're, we're working with, with people that look like us. Um, and that's really group economics. And that's something that, you know, really, really, we have to understand like these are businesses. It's not just like an online conversation. Like we really run a legitimate business. So whether it's our truck driver, shout out to Demetrius, mm-hmm. whether it's Janet, whether it's uh, Bam who runs our merch, whether it's my sister, whether it's Rich, what, no matter what, like, you know, Earn Your Leisure, we have over 15 people that we pay on our payroll. And this is something that, you know, as a business, um, we we are honored. We are honored to, to pay people because we would we would not be here if it wasn't for their dedication and their service. So it's a blessing to be able to employ people and to pay people and to, you know, 
have people have health insurance and things of that nature. So these are the things that we, we're striving for um, as business owners and, you know, want to have get to a point where we have a hundred employees, a thousand employees, like that's the ultimate goal where we can actually, you know, have CFOs and different things of that nature. Shout out to Danielle, who's our CFO. Troy's wife is our CFO. She just got um, hired. So yeah, this yeah. is something I just wanted to talk about that a lot. Cause I don't think a lot of times people don't fully understand, like it's a, it's a business. It's not just like, we just get on here and just start talking and just freestyle off the top of our head. Like we actually put yeah. thoughts into it. We, I know some of the stuff I sound crazy if you're listening for the first time, but Go look at the comments. If I made you money, put yes in chat in all caps. <laughs> I do all the research for you so you don't have to, so you can spend time with your family and enjoy. But it's a key lesson. Be nice. If you're a leader, be nice. And you have to find ways for your team to win and make money. You have to. That's your number one priority is yeah. to be nice to them and find ways for them to make money. Shout out to the dream team. Love y'all. Yeah. There you have it. Wait, you, you almost forgot our guy, man. Shout out to Abdullah. I'm about to say. Shout out to Abdullah. That's the superstar. That's my hey, look. Hey, and we own for that bet about the, the first week sales, too. <laughs> oh, we gonna I ain't going to discredit my man on, on, yeah. on air, but he's he not doing 100. He, he <laughs> Listen, Abdullah is a star in his own right. Um, yeah, we watched him blossom from a young man into becoming a complete leader. Um, he, he's actually putting, he's not with us because he's put installing the vending machines in our old high school this week. But he's another one. Let me just tell that story real quick. He's uh, 24 years old and got an MBA, um, went to college. He got an MBA, right? Uh, I think so. Got yes. a degree. Yeah, he got, got an MBA. He, got yeah. a, he went to college, got an MBA and was working. And it's like, you know, we knew him his whole life. He comes from under us. So now we snatched him up and he's working for us. But not only is he working for us, he's actually our business partner as well. So mm -hmm. we just got vending machines. Shout out to Woodlands High School. We got eight, eight. We got five right now, but we we're going to be uh, in the in the high school. We're going to have yeah. a few in the uh elementary school we got five five vending machines in our old high school and he's our business partner in the vending machine so he's going to take care of the vending machines run the day-to-day -day operations so now he's an entrepreneur um and he's our business partner he's our operations manager yeah, yeah so he started out as an assistant and now he's our operations manager so i mean he's like very you said professional and respectful absolutely. i really like him i'm like wow like whoever raised him He's really yeah, amazing. Well, he's a prince in, in Senegal. So that's a different, that's oh. a different story. That's a different story. Hey, look, he got his own beat. Hey, he, he comes from royalty. He, he is royalty. I mean, he Shout has security. West Africa. He has a security yeah. detail when we travel. He gets his own photo shoots. He's a celebrity in his own right. <laughs> Shout out to Abdul. Shout out to the million dollar shades he was it. Oh, man. Why not? He, he's amazing. Shout out to everybody, man. Let's, let's, Let's just talk about this Detroit experience real quick before we wrap, um, because there's some valuable lessons in it. Um, one of the things I'm going to let everybody share their different experiences. But one experience that really stuck out to me was Mike Martin, um, who mm -hmm. um, shout out to Brandon Copeland, who played in the, plays in the NFL and is EYL alumni and a good friend of ours and a professor at the Wharton School of Business. Long story short, he texted me early in the day and said, my guy used to play in the NFL, Mike Martin, he wants to come to your event. Can you just, you know, it, when you see him, just, you know, talk to him, whatever. I ain't have a time to really hit him back. Um, sorry, sorry about that, um, Brandon. But um, he came to the event. He introduced himself to me. And I'm like, yo, what's up? And he was just telling me, I used to play in the NFL. And now I'm doing this. Now I'm doing that. Da, 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 da. And he was like, um, you know, I, I graduated from the University of Michigan. Are you interested in going to a Michigan game? And I always wanted to go to Michigan my whole life. That was like a dream for me to go to Michigan. So I said, yeah, took him up on it. 
and we all went, every, all of us went to the game. He got us on the field, um, skybox, all of that. So um, one of my friends was he's asking, like, um, how long have y'all known each other? I'm like, we just met yesterday at the networking mm -hmm. event. And he was blowing through. We knew each other for years. But I'm like, yeah. that's the whole point of having networking events, not yeah. just to meet us, but to meet each <laughs> other, to meet other people. And it's like networking is very, very important. Like we literally we literally met at the networking event yeah. and was hanging out the whole day. Yeah. And another valuable lesson in that is that he led with how can I help? How can I be of value? So key. What, what can I do for you? As opposed to saying, what can you do for me? Look at my portfolio. I, I have nothing wrong with that, but it's just understand it's a different relationship yeah. when you can add value. So he led with mm -hmm. the value add of what can I do? Let's go to Michigan. Da, 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 yeah. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have a solid relationship moving forward. Can so I, can I add to that was story? a valuable lesson for me. I'm going to add something to that story. And I'll tell you my favorite moment. But just to that story, what was dope is that, number one, yeah, we met him. But within 10 hours, he introduced us to his family. We went to his home. Yeah, his house. Oh. Say, which is different. I, 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 listen, I will tell you the most incredible thing was how excited he was to show us that he was trading. Mm -hmm. and he was yeah. using it like he was so yeah. excited to tell us how he had been trading and how he'd been listening to Market Mondays. He told us he speaks to Jay Who from Cheat Code all the time. Yeah. Like that meant more to him than like, yeah, I mean, he goes to Michigan, but like the fact that he could show us was just incredible. And he's an incredible entrepreneur as well. But yeah. go ahead, so that, that's my that's my takeaway. What's your takeaway? Um, I think my favorite takeaway uh, was like the last moments uh, of last night. Um, so shout out to Chill. Um, so most people know his family, uh, BMF, uh, obviously historic in, in our community um, for obvious reasons. But we, I had an exchange with him and he looked me in the eye and said, thank you. What I told him was, look, they counted you out, right? Like, yeah, you had some misfortunes. Yes, we made some mistakes. But this weekend, you relaunched yourself as an entrepreneur. He, ha he has a cannabis strand that he just released this Friday. And I said, like, I'm super proud of you because something that your family was once known for on the legal end mm -hmm. has now become a legit business and y'all about to change the game again. So I was super proud. I just wanted to tell him that. And it felt when I told it to him, he hadn't, he hadn't heard that yet. Yeah. Right. There's so much negativity and so much hoopla around his father and his uncles, uh, his uncle yeah. that you forget, like there's lessons that can be learned and here's how we change the trajectory of our family. And so to be able to express that to him right after watching the show, like imagine that we're watching the show and the people who they're depicting are in the room. Um, so to tell him that and, and to tell his mom that that was powerful for me. So that was one of my, my favorite shout, moments. Shout out to chill, man. Yeah. Death, death before. Death before dishonor. Death before dishonor. Um, that's the strand that just came out. I'm trying to find the brand. Um, yeah, shout out to Chill, man. Yeah, he's an amazing guy. I think 23? Yeah. Heyman? Yeah. yeah well, I, well, Heyman? Shout yeah, out to Chill. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's our, our guy. That's the bro. Yeah, yeah. And, I'll, and and Ken. I'm going I'm to I'm give yeah. Ken. I'm a, like I told y'all, like y'all, for the earners who actually have been here from day one, y'all know who Ken is. When we didn't have a name for our community, he was the one who said, look, we should call him the earners. You want to talk about just solid individuals and amazing human yeah, beings. Great guy. This, this gentleman, like, we don't sleep, but... He doesn't sleep. He at really does. I don't he, know how he do it. Ken, Ken, Ken's, Ken's amazing, man. He doesn't. He won't allow us to do Shout anything without him in the city of Detroit. He's like our security detail. He, I mean, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna get an Uber. He's like, why? I'm like, yeah. brother, you like, don't have to do everything for me. Yeah, I I'm talking you. about. He yeah. literally left us one night 
and woke up at two, like three in the morning to take Byron to the airport to come pick us up back in the morning. Yeah. Ken didn't sleep for a while. I'm thinking like, wow, like this guy's doing all this and he has a family. Mm -hmm. Like that's the part that gets discounted. So I just want to give a huge, yeah. huge shout out to Ken. Shout out to Jay, the whole love you, man. Built to flip team, man. Wholeheartedly, thank you. Um, it's the reason why we love Detroit. Y'all make it so welcoming for us. Um, so yeah. thank you. Yes. Shout out to my man Johnny. <laughs> shout out to Johnny. Johnny and, and, and Minis, man. We had a good time That's in this. Boy. Like Johnny's a Johnny, a real one. <laughs> Ian, what's your takeaway? Um, the most successful people on earth are the most humble. So I'm walking through after talking to everyone, running the mic. I don't know if he was a bodybuilder, model. <laughs> I didn't know what he did. He's like, hey, bro, how you doing? Nice to meet you. We start same thing. It's like, yeah, you know, I used to play ball for a little bit. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you play ball, right? Because you can tell it in his physique and stature. So we just start talking. I'm like, hey, for, what can I do to help? So we're having a battle. No, how can I help you? No. <laughs> and then we get to talking. And then we link up later. And I was like, okay, great. Like you said, invited us to our house. But the way Mike greeted everyone, one thing, like I've had the fortune of meeting some superstars in my life. And I'm honored. And you guys have as well. But when I met, there's a certain charm that certain people have, like The Rock, Will Smith, Kevin Hart, and Mike has that, and it's genuine. Every conversation, like I was talking to Mike, didn't know him from Adam. He wasn't focused on anybody but me in that moment trying to help. When we went, went through the, the stadium, every person that Mike talked to, he, he was just focused on them trying to help. Now, mind you, Mike was a star at University of Michigan. You can see how they treated him when he walked in the building. Mm. Made it to the league, humble as hell. Like, there are a couple of touch points that we forget as a community that you have to be nice to others. And those who help the most people end up doing the best and having the best legacy. Because it's not just about money. Because if you're an asshole now, your kids are going to suffer 15 years from now. They may not let your son into a school. Because some of the people that you're talking down upon, when it is college admissions time, they are going to remember that. So being nice is a superpower. Yeah. And then just working the room, I've seen the way that he worked the room and he didn't have to because he's a star in that state. Just how gracious he was and asking for help. Like it was some amazing lessons and just focusing on the person that you're having a conversation with. Always be willing to help. Be kind. And like you said, like whatever Mike's needs from now on, I told him like whatever you need next 20 years, I got you. I'm happy to support. Yeah. The and same he, with Ken. Ken comes from a place of serving and helping, and that always opens doors that you'll never be able to get in. Ian, I'm just going to add to to Mike Mike Martin, who we're talking about. Um, in addition to all that, what he's doing for his school and the athletes at mm -hmm. his school about trying to teach them financial literacy, because he's obviously very educated when it, when it comes to financial literacy, and he's going back to speak to the freshmen, yeah. but not just the football team, not just the basketball team, the entire student body is going back and he's trying to get people to come back and he wants to connect generations of alumni to come back to give information so i think he's the president of the the sports alumni um so he's, he's a great he's, he's just an amazing you know, dude. this whole weekend was just a it was just a summary of everything that we built with eyl and it's something that it really just makes it an institution that's like none other where tomorrow we will be meeting a billionaire um in person in real life and the, yesterday we were with we two days ago we was with Southwest T, so it's like and everything in between. We can go to a school, 
We can go to homeless shelter. We can go to the prisons. We can go to a Fortune 500 company and be comfortable and um, be respected in, 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 in any of those situations. And I think that that's something that is a very rare, a very rare, it's not normal. Um, and it's something that has really separated us. And um, it's just, it's a comfortable situation no matter where we are. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of crazy if you think about it. Like yeah. literally like- we, what, what Matt said, the new bilingual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can talk on the corner or we, we can be, talk in the boardroom. You have to be comfortable. So what is the future so. for you guys? Uh, the you guys future, scaling it, looks it, likely. It looks, it looks very like high level, <laughs> high level yeah. hockey stick growth. Yeah. I mean, I, I won't be happy until I've taught every person on earth how to invest on their own. Every person. Scaling looks likely. It yeah. looks, it you looks. know, I, I, one of the, the moments again from Detroit was getting to meet our good people over at Ally. Ally. So, so again, I want to shout out Erica, shout out Jack. And as y'all know, this episode of Market Mondays is brought to you by Ally. Ally Financial. Uh, Ally is an option if you're looking to bank or invest. Ally Financial is a leading that digital financial service company with passionate customer service and innovative financial solutions. They are relentlessly focused on doing it right and being a trusted financial service provider for both customers and communities. Get with Ally to make the most of your money so you can save, invest, and spend on things that matter to you. Shout out to their whole team. We spoke about some of the ideas that they have to uplift innovate inside of the Detroit community and communities throughout the, the country. And I'm proud to say that, that we're with them because we're going to do it together. Really understand the they culture. get it. That, um, that lunch was very, I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad that I actually met them because before that, you know, you meet people on Zoom calls, but to actually be with them, I'm like, all right, this is they authentic. Get it. Like they, cause yeah, she was like, amazing. I went to high school with you. Like I went like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they get it. They actually understand the culture. And then, they, and then Jack pulled up to the networking event too. Yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. people. Yeah, they, oh yeah, they had a whole team. Yeah, we met them. Yeah. yeah. Oakland, California. We will be in your area. Thursday networking event. It is free, but you have to register. Go to earnyourleisure.com. Um, 19 keys will be in the building and Chico. And the Chico oh, will God. be in the building. And you never know who else might pop up on us. Um, but it is gonna be dope. It is gonna be dope. Oakland, the whole I need the whole Northern California to pull up. Pull up. They, yeah. Sacramento, all the way down to the bay. I the don't whole go area. nowhere but LA. We here. The whole area. Um, we will be in Silicon Valley tomorrow meeting with a billionaire. Mm-hmm. It's called Stay Tuned. <laughs> <Well done. laughs> it's called Stay Tuned. Yeah. Please, please. Yeah. Before we wrap, everybody put in chat. What's the number one thing that we can do to help you? I want to. I want to serve. I will tell you guys this though, and, and kudos to the queen who talked about this last week on Stock Club. Please take advantage of this while it's happening, because you don't know who's watching. You don't know what's next. They don't want me to say the thing that's coming, but the thing that's coming. Oh, baby. <laughs> soon, soon we will be able to tell. We... <laughs> So, so you have to cut my mic off one day because one day I'm gonna be <laughs> guidelines. It's called history. <laughs> Janet cut Ian's mic. <laughs> guidelines, guidelines. Yeah. Just being real. Hey, this is a, the last time we'll be on in September. I wanted to, and we haven't done this before, but I just wanted to wish everybody a happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Shout out to all our Latinx community, uh, especially our educators. You know, I'm near and dear to that. So, shout out to all of y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. And thank you for all your contributions to. Our history, American history, the world's history. We love and support you. Thank you. Yes, Ian, I love you, brother. Love you too, man. I appreciate you. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, the mic. Pterodactyls next week. Zon- oh, 
Toxoplasma Gandhi I. I know I talked about the zombie thing. I was like, you didn't think the walking dead gonna happen. Toxoplasma Gandhi I. Google it. Drop a bomb in the chat for that. When Jay called me, shout out to Def Jam. When Jay-Z called me, I'm going to speak this into existence. When Jay called me, I'm telling you. Is this something you should Google before bed or tomorrow, you know? Google tonight. Toxoplasma Gandhi. I Go watch the first season of Walking Dead. Predictive programming will tell you about the virus and viruses that are going to come as a result. Well, if any of you have seen Last of Us, you already know how this plays out or played the game one and two predictive programming. You know, I like to end a little salacious and spicy at the end, you know, stay tuned next week for the new version of X-Files. We we are in the angel investing game. We can't talk about that, but we are are in the angel. talk about anything. No, that we really can't talk about. Yeah, we really can't. Some things we can't talk about (laughs) now and there's some things we can't talk about for okay. two All tech right. so you want your angel and th- your thesis yeah broad market the same okay the same thing that you're investing in long term is the same thing that you, you should be investing in on the angel side venture capital side pre-seed i told you i'm not just going to i'm not a teacher that's why my delivery would be terrible but in terms of execution you're a great teacher ian thank you Thanks, and then also it's about relationships. So this angel investing conversation, maybe mm-hmm. one day we can speak about this once everything comes out. But this is relationships that, you know, we've built and mm-hmm. it's important to keep good relationships because you never know how it'll come back around. Yeah. And um, it's important to add value to other people because yep. once they see the value that you can add, then, you know, they're more likely to include you in, in certain situations. And this is, and this is, this trust. is where, yeah, this is where we're at now. We're, we're, we're starting to be included in certain conversations that we probably wouldn't have been included in previously. You called the other guy about the healthcare thing yet? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. Well, that's called a hook. I've been studying the media part too. <laughs> Good night, New York. Good evening, San Francisco. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the night has just begun. We will now have dinner at an appropriate time on a Monday. So that we will that's now have a five thousand dollar dinner, <laughs> a burger. Who budget that coming out of? My God, <laughs> the most expensive city in America. Yeah, we will have a milkshake that will cost truffle fries five hundred dollars for a milkshake, and the room will be it. tiny too. Like <laughs> the view, beautiful, but it's a little box. <laughs> like, my God, I'm, I'm gonna send you a picture of the view. I'm sure it's beautiful. You, you, you like you got panorama views in the 200 square foot room. I go to San Francisco. Like, Damn, that's pretty. These rooms tight. It's pretty accurate, man. It's tough to get the suitcase down the hole. <laughs> right there, so. you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you guys um, soon. Make sure you check out the episode tomorrow, 153, with Kenny Burns, 19 Keys, Jim Jones, and Styles P. Legendary content as usual. Shout out to EYL University. Shout out to Red Panda. Shout out to Janet. Shout out to Ian. Shout out to Detroit. We love y'all so much, man. And shout out to the Bay. Hello. Chicago, we got to see you soon. Miami, we got to do Miami soon. And then... Toronto, Canada. (laughs) International. Toronto, Canada. Chubbs. Chubbs, Make happen, man. OVO. Make something happen. <laughs> E-Y-O, if I get the O-B-O boy on the laugh. soundtrack, it's over with. I'm going to be real. If I get the boy on the Red Panda soundtrack. I... <laughs> greatest, 
the greatest songwriter in the past. <laughs> Don't piss Royce off. <laughs> Shout out Royce, I appreciate you. And uh, what inclined you to say that? That's my guy. <laughs> that's a whole another yeah, conversation about. I'm gonna get mad enough one day and like, and I and I put this too out on Twitter the other day. Uh, streaming is about to reach its peak popularity in a few years and it's going to go on a slow decline. So you got maybe three, four more, four more years. Oh, before, 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 before I leave, uh, we are in, we're going to be in Silicon Valley and we're going to be meeting with some very important people. But if we could meet with any black Silicon Valley tech founders, I would really, really enjoy that to highlight their stories, mm -hmm. podcast, or just meet them in general. So if anybody has any suggestions on anybody that's black in Silicon Valley, that's killing the game, let us know. We will be here until Thursday. Yeah. Um, so yes, let us know. Yeah. DM us, put it in YouTube chat. Um, let us know. And that would be dope, dope, dope. If we can meet with somebody, um, black while we out here. Yeah. They said the cameraman came in the shot. That's not the, that's the shooter. That's the shooter. Brandon, what up, man? I'm not, he, I, I, have I earned my title? He gonna get his shot. Respect the shooter. We, we gonna act like we ain't seen. Ian, you a legend, man. I just gotta let Thank you. you. Say it again. Mike, clip that up. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. And you gotta, you gonna teach me how to shoot? I, I gotta bring, bring my black magic to you. I need a whole tutorial. Hey, let's go. Billy, what up? Love who loves you. Support who supports you. Good energy, execute 500 pages or four hours of audible. You deserve yeah. to be rich and wealthy. Go execute. Let's do a book club Wednesday, y'all. Make sure y'all there. Salute. We out. Peace. Peace. Love, love y'all. Conspiracy channel coming soon. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details.